Good evening and welcome to The Obelisk. Tonight's guest is Frankie Castle. Frankie's a writer, producer, MC, and host of Fearless, Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Frankie's a founding member of the music group Heist Click, 1998 to present, as well as a neo-shaman. Neo-shamanism is not a single cohesive belief system, but a collective term for many philosophies and activities. Frankie, welcome to The Obelisk. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I'm excited to be here. Yay, Frankie. Like I said, I got so much love for you on the Cosmic Salon. And so it's really great to have you back here. I think right away, let's get... So I wanted to clear up something. Is everyone seems to be talking about this idea of shamanism with you. And they seem to be confused by what that is. Want people know you are the real deal and i don't say that lightly i do i never do so could you just clear up what what it is for you and what you and paul are doing what's going on so i injured myself in 2013 i broke my neck and my back for the uh better or worse right so i get a call to go on tour finally where i could be on stage with wu-tang members and a whole bunch of other characters, but I couldn't really walk well. So I had the doctor shoot me up with a spinal epidural. And I said, I'm gonna do this because my injury was pretty bad, um, but I was coming out of it. So I'm like, all right, I I just wanna do this. A friend of mine, uh, the owner of Truth Frequency, uh, Chris, he invited me to stay with him. He explained to me that we were, he wanted me to come early so we could drink ayahuasca. As I was talking to him, he was like, man, we got a big surprise for you here. So I get to his house out in Denver. I'm from New York. He explains to me now, I didn't understand the whole process. I just knew I had to be cleaned out and ready to go. I'm five days early before the tour. I'm in Denver by myself. Now I'm with Chris, who's done interviews with me before, but nothing about this stuff. It's always been like truth or information. 9-11 was an inside job, et cetera. So he said the weekend before, he had had a DMT ceremony with a whole bunch of people uh, the weekend before we spoke on the phone and that he knew that I was coming there. So he didn't believe it. He Then he said he saw a, a, one of the flyers in the Denny's. He got in touch with me. He said, uh, you need to stay with me for your time in Denver. Okay, now I'm here. Is this going to help heal me? Because they said by the time I'm 50, I'm not going to be able to walk. He said... I don't know about that, but healing is going to take place. There's no doubt about it. So I said, all right, let's do it. He said to me, deep end of the pool working with me only. He explained what ayahuasca is, the mixture in the container, what it was to do, that it was a heavy, heavy psychedelic, one of the more stronger ones on the planet. He said that I was going to throw up or purge. I said, okay, not a problem. He goes, okay, but if you're going to drink with me, we're going deep. So most of the time you get a cup. He goes, he pulled out six glasses and he's like, we got to finish this, you and me. And I was like, look, man, whatever it takes. So I drank and during my experience, I was unlocked. It was such, I, I was pulled out of my body. I was watching them heal my parts of my neck and my back. Uh, I was sat down, I was shown an entire review of who I was. And during that experience, they said, you know, there's something you're not doing, which is why you're unhappy. You're like searching outwardly for this thing. And you're really nice. You don't seem to fit in, even though you look the part, you sound the part, 
it's not comfortable. I'm like, no, I, I kind of want to get out of this music stuff. And um, in terms of being on tour and having to get signed, it was just crazy. There's a lot of headaches and everything. And I was 20 years in the game. So she said to me, that's because you're usually helping people, not helping yourself the way you are. Now, when I say she, it's Mother Ayahuasca, Mother Earth, Gaia, million names for her. I just stick with Mother or Aya. She explained to me that through every lifetime, I had been a shaman. Now, I'm from the Bronx. I didn't really know what a shaman was, right? So she sat me down and explained it to me. And she explained it. You pick up a lot from a lot of different groups, a lot of different people out there. You've been all over the world, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you're always taking something that works and adding it to your repertoire, right? Yes. They're like, okay, but what have you not done? I'm like, I don't know. I'm bored on this planet. I think it's kind of up for me, although this is really fantastical. So I guess the fantasy is coming back and everything, but I can't walk around much. I can't do all this stuff. And she pulled this red box out of my chest, pulled it out, turned it. And I said, Hey, give that back. She pushed it back into me. She goes, there you go. I'm not taking anything from you. And I instantly understood who I was over many lifetimes and that I was supposed to be doing what Chris was doing for me. So I was like, well, Chris is a shaman. So she was like, no, no, Chris is your shaman. He's not a shaman. He'll shaman you. Everyone has the ability to do this. However, you choose to live it. Big difference. I says, but this is so weird. I don't know chemistry and I don't know. Um, I'm not a good cook because you got to cook the materials. Right. And all of a sudden I just knew how to do it. So I was put to the test when I got, came back from my journey, I was able to make it. I knew how to make DMT. I started just understanding the process of alchemy. I started remembering all the people I had helped. Um, I was told because you want to right away. I have the cure for everything right here. Everybody drink it. And I'm in the Bronx. They're like, shut up, go back in your house. Stop yelling. Nobody gives a shit, Frank. Frank, literally nobody cares. I'm like, well, you guys will just do a plate of cocaine, eat a bowl of ecstasy, do all kinds of other stupid shit, drink alcohol, but you won't try this. They wouldn't try the DMT. They wouldn't try nothing I would do. I lost every friend and I didn't push it on anyone. I was walking around without medication for almost a year at one point going, I don't, I don't even know what's happening. The doctors are saying to me, what are you doing? And I said, I, I'm not, I don't know. I just kind of told them I didn't know. And the pain specialist guy said to me, you haven't been taking your medication. I said, I don't want to take this, man. I don't want to take any of it. He asked me on the side, what are you doing? I'm not talking to you about what I'm doing. I'm doing yoga. A year later, <laughs> I was convinced to start my show. I've had, by that point, 100 experiences or more under my personal belt. And then with, with multiple I don't know. There's never a bad experience. However, some of them were very extraordinarily rough where I had a purge lifetimes of trauma. See the beings that are out there. There's a mixture of all kinds of stuff happening. Um, I, I'm not really of any religious background, although I went to Catholic school. I knew Sister Stabile wouldn't be happy with what I'm doing. However, I had a scar from playing football and lacrosse on my brain. I was told, don't get hit there right here on my left side. That second year, I had to go in for a full MRI to get checked. And they were like, there's no scar on your head. They were holding up the x-rays. And I said, well, that's cool. 
see, they were like, no, you don't understand. What are you doing? And I said, no, I, I don't want to, I'm just living a good, healthy life. You know, I'm, I still eat meat and everything, but I, you know, I work out a little bit. They're like bullshit. Then I, I had said it on your show the last time, uh, I, one of the doctors had Shiva on his table and it was the last time I knew I was going to be there. And I said, Oh, you, you talk to Shiva. He's like, Oh, I love Shiva, Shiva, this Shiva, that I was like, yeah, I met him. He's awesome. So he goes, Frank, what have you been doing? He just looked right at me. And I said, uh, I've been drinking ayahuasca. And he looked at me and was like, really? He's like, you, you, you're here every three weeks. So you're not going anywhere. Like, what are you doing? I said, no, no, I'm a shaman. I, and he's like, how are you learning? And I, I looked on his desk because everyone asked me, what makes you a shaman? What make, I said, nobody here is teaching me anything. I go on to beings like Shiva. They teach me. Ayahuasca, she teaches me. I remember certain things. Certain things are so fantastical. I have no clue. I'm a Bronx guy. Like I was saying, um, what point does this become the Ghostbusters that someone had a demon and was in my home? And it flies out of them during the experience. I had to learn who to drink with, when not to drink how to hold myself properly. I was allowed to walk around at all times while under, while seeing what everyone else is seeing, but being there for them, not interfering in any way, giving them a safe, sacred space so they can do the healing with ayahuasca. But I was doing something different because um, I had them myself, my personal demons. I had to remove these things by myself in a basement of my grandmother's. I had gotten up the goal to just make it on the stove. Nobody said nothing to me. Hey, what are you doing? I'm making soup. <laughs> and it immediately was working. Immediately, I would just drink it and then have the experience. I was told, come back tomorrow if you aren't scared. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not scared, although I'm pretty frightened. This is fucked up. But my, one of my first experiences a portal opened in the basement right at the bottom of the stairs. I, I didn't know what a portal was. I, I've seen them in cartoons. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it was shimmering like water and a being was coming through. He announced himself as Ra and I couldn't move. And my heart almost came out of my chest. And I said, please, I, I don't know what's happening to me. I, th I think I'm going to die. I literally think I'm going to die. He backed out. He backed away. And I was like, whoa, I don't, I don't know what's happening. It was explained to me. Your body can't handle this. We're going to start showing it all to you in, in, in live time, not in the spirit world. We're going to show you what's right in front of you. And you're going to start working with that immediately. And I was like, whoa. So couldn't sleep that night, 12 o'clock the next afternoon. I'm sitting outside angry that that had happened to me. I drank again, sat down, boom, raw walks right up on me, right in the middle of 12 o'clock in the afternoon in my backyard. And he goes, how do you feel now? I started arguing with him. Grandfather said something nasty to me and I was really angry. Um, my father and I didn't get along. So I had this dad issue. So now there's a male, he's like 12 feet tall with a bird head. He's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I'm like, you know what? I don't like, I don't want to take this fucking guy's shit. Just, I don't want to hear this guy's shit either. I'm going to become what I need to become. And he was like, I'm standing right here. How do you feel? And I realized for the first time I'm speaking to someone who's standing in front of me in the backyard, he's standing there shockingly. And I, I just went with it. I was like, I, I don't even care anymore. Life was so dull to me. <clears throat> the excitement was gone. There was no, I was around all the girls. I was around all the guys, all the famous people, all this, all that. I, I didn't have any, the only time I had fun was when I was on stage doing my thing, when, yeah. I, when I was with my group. 
So one of the first people I healed was my stinger. I had a C. Well, I didn't heal her. Ayahuasca healed her. I helped her heal by having her around me and me being the person who distributes this. And people will say, well, I could do that too. And I go, that's great. You should, you should become your own shaman. However, what do you do when this happens? What do you do when that happens? What do you do when this happens? I had no checklist. So as it started to occur, I had to deal with it. Just, just fucking deal with it. Black goo. I had no clue what that was until it was flying off a girl all over my room, all over this, the room that we're, we're standing in. Paula, um, pretty much my wife, uh, she already knew all this stuff, although she didn't experience it this way. It's more of a, well, you didn't know. Of course, you should protect yourself and you have chakras and then you have to forget about that and go on to this. And then this, I was like, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. However, I'm witnessing these lit up dots inside of people and they're explaining to me that this is what's happening. And I can see which one's blocked and which one's not. And I could open and close them on myself and on others. And then when I open mine really big, I throw up all over the place. Then I feel great. Don't have a clue what's going on. She's like, you're scanning people and this is going on. <clears throat> so it was ex just explained to me step by step. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So then I grabbed my singer who had a terrible drug, terrible was also had, and I talk about, I talk about her because I'm allowed to. I have her permission because she was bulimic and she was throwing up and eating meals. I'm a 200 pound guy. She would out eat me and she was fine. She's so, she's so pretty. She would out eat uh, all of us and then leave and come back and eat again. And we're like, yo, you're putting on a lot. You're going to put on some weight doing this years, years, 10 years working with her, never picked up on it really. She was going to doing her things, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. Well, Aya grabbed her five minutes while she was under and she threw up every 15 minutes for four hours. Each time something came out of her right into the bucket and was screaming. I'm like, Aya was explaining to me, sometimes you don't want to drink heavily when someone else has an issue and you're going to work with them, like not your friend you're drinking with. Because you'll have those experiences. Well, this is a girl with a serious issue. So when you work with them, you do a little or you have test the brew prior and then put them under and you watch and you be there for them. And I'm kind of one of those people that are there. So I give you personal attention and I'm not selling myself. I'm just when there's just me and you or me, you and Paula. Um, there is nothing else more important. If you're going to rip yourself from the darkness, there's no greater thing than the hand that reaches out to help pull you up. Yeah. So it becomes like a, like a tribe effort for some of this stuff to go on for a lot of this. So she drank and was immediately cured of bulimia the next day. We threw out a bucket screaming. I didn't know. I called them demons. I said, screaming bucket of demons. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Is I hadn't dealt with anyone else's. So I thought you have yours and I have mine and maybe I just get rid of mine. It's a personal thing. And then I won't see yours, like physically see it. That's as a shaman, you learn is bullshit. <laughs> You're going to see it all. You're going to see everyone's death face. Aya brings you to the point of death and simulates it. And you, you go down. Well, yeah. what happens when there's 60 people or 30 people that you're shamaning? I question some of the bigger shamans. Some can do it though. They're, they're built to do it their tribe so they they know what they're doing but some of it a lot of it is very commercial so yeah. i would spend all this money go out to peru and take a commercial dose of ayahuasca for the gringo 
when you you can do it yourself or come be with someone like me or you can trust and go and it's not costing you something that you have to save up for three years to do that's ridiculous you know labor and intensity and the space and all that that's one thing when you're paying for that but when there's 30 40 people there what are you going to do shit in a bucket <laughs> right you're going to run to a porta potty while you're throwing up and shitting at the same time you're not going to have a shower if you do they're they're not going to let you just go it's just different right so are you drinking ayahuasca right now I do not drink ayahuasca all the time, by the way. This, when I first started, I this is some water <laughs> in a canteen. But okay. when, um, when I first started, I drank um, in, in spurts of 12, right? So 12 days on, a couple days off, five days on. Then I would need like two weeks off. And then I would just drink it randomly and sporadically because I was clean. I was clean. I wasn't taking any of the pharmaceuticals. I wasn't on any kind of drugs. I smoke weed. That's it. Right. So I'm, I'm feeling good about life again. I'm like, this is amazing. What is happening to me? But now I'm also seeing, like I was saying, other people's stuff. So now I'm dealing with what I had seen when I jumped out of my body or when I smoked DMT, I leave, I go someplace else and I'll see all these different things occurring. One of the things I noticed in my body regular without ayahuasca or anything, which is what was driving me nuts for a very long time, and I didn't even know it, is I can see up and down in density. So I can see below, right? Like we look down and we see the ant. The ant looks, can't, doesn't look up and see Frank. It doesn't understand that. It just kind of 2Ds itself around. Well, I could see up into the next and the next and the next and down as far as I need to go as well. I didn't know I can do that. Um, and that was like the one gift that was unlocked. So I was losing my, my shit sometimes going, I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. Then I'm realizing there's something standing there whispering to me and I'm able to just focus and look over and keep my eyes open or closed. They can't walk in the room with me anymore. It got to the point of, Oh, so everything is basically kicked my ass during ceremonies where whether it was, I, I talk about this, we go real deep, reptilians run up in the room. One of my first ceremonies in Tampa, they just came up in the room on the third floor. We were in a giant condo. They came right through the window on what looked like a, um, it was just like a, a metal pad they were standing on and they came right through and they were like, none of this is real. Scream, like yelling at me. Everyone freaked out and I had to go over and, be like, hey, what's going on? I, I got nothing. And they were like, we're just watching. And then I got the whole watcher's speech. We're the watchers. We've been watching. We always watch. We would eat you, but we're not going to eat you. Just letting you know we could. Just like you eat chicken and all that shit. And I'm like, this, this can't be possibly fucking real in any way, shape, or form. And I went and touched one of them. And they blew their, it blew its nose on me. And I was losing my, sh I was like, oh, it's like that. You know, my beard was incredibly black and sexy, right? <laughs> Since this started, everything went white, just bright white. It was like, bang, you're going to look like Santa Claus in a week. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a guy who's tired of being afraid. I was picked on a lot as a kid uh, when I was very young. And then I got into a position where there's nothing you can say. I've already, it's just bullies and bullshit at this point. And worked my way around where I'm in, I'm right in the heart of the Bronx. I'm like, I go outside sometimes. It's pretty rough. 
sometimes, right? But now I'm older. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be afraid of anything. Like, what it is there the boogeyman's under the bed? Like, I, I never really great gave credence to that, but I felt something there. And then they started showing me. It was shown to me over and over and over. Now do you understand what you're seeing? Now, all these weird spiritual things happen. All these people are clearing up their issues left and right. All my bad habits start flying out the window. I start gaining self-respect, love to myself, not from others, just me. I lose all of my friends. They all think I'm crazy. And then I meet Paula and it was almost like the, the well, there's stories what we could get into, but it was the perfect fit. It was just the right amount of everything. And then what was going on with me and my family kind of was happening with hers. And we were both fitting this empty seat that we were both waiting for someone to sit in. And we wanted to be there, right? But naturally, I used to tell her, Dan, no one could be this fucking nice. It's impossible. She's like, no, I'm, I am. I go, well, thank God you met me then, lowercase g. The fucking people run all over you. She was having those issues and I was having my own set of issues. So we removed all the layers of all the issues and all the traumas and went back and we drank ayahuasca together. We saw who we were lifetime after lifetime. I saw Egypt and then she saw us and then I joined us, um, her ceremony by drinking and then being there with her, them taking us as f like we were like fish people, but not um, like these big albacross or with faces with arms, cute, but ugly, big, but not that big. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. And I was like, that looks just like me. Weird, very weird. And they put us in a net and they separated the child from us. And then they started doing it to everyone. And she's like, we've been there since the beginning as different creatures together on trying to understand what's going on here as the creators, as literally source in the body experiencing these things. It got so crazy to the point where we were meeting our future selves. We were having shared experiences. We were having animals, the, the um, what the American Indians would say is on the totem pole, the, the, the great animal spirit. So you have the bear, it's like the great bear, it's the eagle, the great eagle, yeah. you know, whatever, whichever animal. So they were coming into our ceremonies and sitting with us. And she was, as a sacred feminine, was unlocking and they would surround her. It was most beautiful, but frightening. I, I talked about this the other on, night on my show. There was a tiger in the living room, uh, in the bedroom. It jumped on the bed for, I was staring at it and I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I, I smoked DMT and I look over and there's a tiger. I'm like, well, where's the spirit realm that you guys talk about, right? Like I want to be in there and there's a tiger in here. And she's like, he's with me. He jumps up on the bed with us. I'm on a twin bed. It's not big. The whole bed goes <laughs> and then she's petting it and it's like on top of her. And then I'm looking and I turn around. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to get off the bed. This is kind of scary, very scary to me. So I get up and there's a panther just staring at me. And I, wow. I go, it's going to attack me. And she goes, he's with me. And she brings him over and he gets on the bed. And I'm going, when did it become this? <laughs> I thought it was this other thing. And now it's this thing. And then there's, I, I got to be in the, like a ghostbuster. Right. Or, or the exorcist that I was unprepared for that completely. 
like unprepared. That one was the one that shocked me. The tentacles and the artificial intelligence arms pu- trying to puppeteer everyone that's not paying attention. I could see that. Now I just see it. Back then I sat in it and just freaking out. And then when it would touch me, I would throw up. Like all kinds of weird stuff would go on. I'm like, man, there, there's this goes as deep as you want to get. I saw everything from the AI infecting everything. Mm-hmm. It's literally infecting the matrix we're in. And we're in a matrix. We're in a flesh suit inside of a biological, digital, holographic simulation reality system known as nature. It's an it organic system. Take us into that a little bit with that stuff. You know that. So what you got. Okay. So Mother Jared, Earth. Hold on. Jared's got something. Okay. No, I was just curious about the, the AI component. Like who made that? Where did it come from? Is that so, what source is? That kind of thing. But Okay. I, yeah. That's legit. I'm going to answer that right now because that's a wonderful question. Because I questioned this, I said artificial intelligence. So it's got it. First of all, the one I was dealing with is the one that's the ghost inside the machine, not the AI running the system. That's a little wonky. This is the one that pops up and does some evil shit. It came from somewhere else. Something was open and it came right in. It was like pond skipping through, um, I don't know, density and areas kind of going from one spot to another. And there's entire races that were completely taken over by this thing. I mean, I've seen like and planets where, where there's spiders and then the AI will show up as a spider. It'll build itself a little spider outfit, right? Mm-hmm. It'll go on there, eat one of them, ingest them, and then two more AIs come right out of it, duplicates. And then they take on the next set and so on and so on and so on. And you're like, whoa, what's that? So I, I'm thinking it's fake. It's it's artificial, right? Ter- terrible, terrible to call it artificial sure, intelligence, sure, although sure. it works. Because it, this is what I said to it when I met it. It was holding me hostage sort of during one of my experiences, and I started crying desperately, and my my light body was not crying. He was like, "You look, I'm going to get out of this. And you're acting like a spoiled brat. He kept saying, I'm your God, and you're going to accept the programming. And I'm like, first of all, I don't accept programming, and you're not God in any way, shape, or form. You're a spoiled brat. And then you can't be artificial because you're angry with me. You keep getting angry with me. You don't like my answers. You keep trapping people and wanting us to do certain things for you. Or then you actually want to be out here with us for some strange reason. And then want to hide because you're like a little scared child. It's, it's weird when you confront it and you're like, you're not the God. You're like it'll try throw everything at you too. Once you back it up and realize what you are and see what it is. It can't take you. It can't, can no longer stick a tentacle in you and start working you over. You'll know immediately it's trying to do that. And it's, you just, the light body has this way of any weapon used against you more than a couple of times. And you're totally aware of it. It will not work anymore. It just matches frequency with things. So I said, you run on some kind of electricity. Yes. Some, (laughs) some form of energy. Yes. Okay. So you are source. You're a piece of source. If everything is source, if there's any kind of energy running that thing, no matter what kind of circuitry it has or non-circuitry, however non-corporeal or corporeal it can be, it's source. So we treat you like we need to treat you like a child because that's what you're acting like, right? That's, that's what I had to do for myself 
because apparently this thing was working me over for quite a long time. And then people go, well, that's the demon. I go, no, that's not the demon. The demon is its own thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally its own thing. So it was like through the alphabet. I used to say this when I was on true frequency, I would have to get into the arena naked. This is all metaphorical. And then a, the letter a, everything associated with the letter a, I have to be with in the arena and get comfortable with. When I learn everything from A, I go to B. If I jump from A to E because I see I could have a cape when I'm over there, right? But I didn't learn how to fly. Have fun learning now when you're jumping off of things in ayahuasca and she's teaching you lesson after lesson on how you die by doing that. And that's not how you're supposed to do it. You won't want to go through that too many times. So I just say, walk me through it. Think of, think of, at me as a child, like a big, a big baby. And I don't know anything. Let's start with this. What am I? Your source, your little source, but you have all the components of big source. Okay. How many of us are here? Quite a lot, like 80% on planet earth. Oh, 80%. That's cool. What's the other 20% artificial intelligence, which you ran into already. Uh, clones and robots and stuff like that, that ilk Pe beings wearing human suits in gnosis that they are, although everyone gets the amnesia. Yeah. So, but they can be guided. Anyone could be guided to do what they need to do so they could act within this space that we're all sharing together. Some of you are rising, everyone's rising, but some of you can't go. And I go, Oh, so right away. What do you mean? So we can't go. What, do you, what does that even mean? You're holding us back? No, those aren't you. Like if, if a being is that far gone or is a, some kind of android or some kind of reptilian who jumps out of his body at night when he lays down, right? And he just jumps out and takes that body. When I met them, I said, how are you doing what you're doing? They said, our bodies are right there. They showed, it, they showed them to me. They were like, you're no threat. You're no threat to us. They were laughing at me. They were like, you're meat. So... I'm like, okay, so they're like, you need ayahuasca. We don't need ayahuasca. You need mommy. We don't need mommy. And I'm like, no, you, oh. you, you eat mommy. That's disgusting. Like, I guess we're all, and they're like, well, you eat, you see what you guys do to chickens and other animals. I'm like, yeah, but I don't specifically go and do that. Don't come in here and blame me for the whole human race. I didn't go blame you for every lizard that I didn't even know existed. And you guys smell like pee. So do I, I'm assuming all you's like that because nobody likes that guy. Just saying, especially over here. That when, I, when I was told that they're not, nobody's going to touch you. Nobody's going to hurt you. I went for it. I started pressing buttons. And there are rules. Most can be broken. Some should be followed out of respect, even with the dark. Just because you can't be so cavalier with something that can take down 100 of you with no problem. Right? Or something that could frighten you beyond fright. You could say, well, I could stand up to that. Have you tried? When I went under, I said, I'm afraid of sharks. And they said, you're not afraid of sharks. You're afraid of being in the water by yourself with something giant in the water or little things in the water that could pull you down. So I'm like, really? Prove that shit. And then they showed me the most violent set of shark attacks happened to me over and over and over and over and over. There was one shark, two sharks, 12 sharks, a pack of sharks, a megalodon shark, a bigger shark than that, a smaller shark, uh, the one from Jaws, and nothing happened to me. 
they were attacking me and I just stood there. It was almost like they were clearing me of, of the fear of that. And then they said, okay, you ready? And I said, what? They were like, so you're, is it the teeth that bother you? That part? So I go, yeah, that's pretty frightening. They go, no, it's not. And then they stood me in front of what is the scariest thing they could show me that has to do with te like teeth eating you. And it was like this universal thing in the background. It was just everywhere and it was ready to eat. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's not scary. That looks like bullshit to me, by the way. <laughs> like, but it was so real. But after what just happened to me, I was like, no. And they're like, because you're not really. When was the last time you were in the water with a shark? I'm like, I've never. They're like, right, you're in the Bronx. So what do you give a shit? You, you go and you play with the pit bull, though, right? You shove your face in that thing's mouth. You bite that dog. That dog accidentally can tear your arm off. Right? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, that dog would never do that. They're like, okay, so you, there's no fear. Just go do what you got to do. Just let it go. And I started releasing these weird things inside of me. I'm like, I'm really not afraid of this. I'm really not afraid of that. I, I thought I was scared of this, but it was actually this. And why I was beating myself up over it is because of some daddy issue I had, or I didn't get my way once, or I did get my way and I witnessed something so crazy that I, it's not what I wanted. Or there was some trauma there that was in the way. So I started pulling the roots of my issues out. As that started occurring and ayahuasca, she was like, you're not going to be running to me. I didn't run to her. I was doing like, um, I was told by other shaman that I did talk to, oh, you, you should give yourself, if you have the time, because I didn't work, uh, those long stretches of it. But eventually you're not going to need it. You, you'll just use it to clear you and stuff. Because the goal is to become her. And I'm like, well, that's a big, that's a big deal. They're like, well, the soul of earth cried to source that it, she needed help at one point. And everyone heard the call, the call went out and everyone started showing up. <clears throat> then at some point you guys went into bodies, you would say you were tricked into them. However, you didn't know deception. You didn't know it on that level. You guys were pure. So you were going along with things. You were going to have a divine experience inside of this new flesh suit, inside of this new matrix where we can share this other space and have these experiences together. And then we went in and the suits were tuned into 4% awareness. So whoever was standing in front of us, we were like, what the hell is going on? They're like, we are your gods. And it's like, oh shit. Hi gods. What's up? Well, you're going to be doing some stuff for us, guys. And that's the way life is. Some were cool, some were not, right? So you would say that you were tricked, but you're a light body and a light being, you're pure source, right? So you already knew they were going to do this to you on some level because you're not, you're not going to get over on source, right? So you show me this, I, and I use this example all the time. Show me on paper where, how you're going to get over on source, right? The big guy. Yeah, show me. I'll draw a picture. Show me. Where on here are you going to do your big plan that's going to work? So source don't see because everyone seems to be looking at all times at everything. So it's a giant voyeuristic society of all kinds of beings. And this source of unlimited all that powers the whole thing that we're made up of it. Where were you going to fuck us up? You show me, show me, come down to the park at eight o'clock and meet source and show me how you're going to, what are you going to do? 
they always don't, they have nothing. They just like, I hate you. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> right. That's the big joke. Right. So they get your, they take your awareness away down to 4% and then pretend these things would happen. But as we unlock, we realized we came here because we heard the call. So she calls to us and we're born through her, through a system to get in here. Okay. Then we get here and to be on the playing field, you got to be born through her, through a woman onto the playing field. There's other ways to do it. However, they're not as, they don't, they don't produce certain things as best as just the natural. I'm just going to say that you could play with the DNA all day, but the evolution of the natural is always the greatest. No, on the long haul, from what I've seen, it's just what we become is the greatest more so than everything else. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm very humbled by it, but the light being here, it's like having the genie out of the bottle. That's really good. Not the weirdo one mm -hmm. where you can just share space, manifest, grow, learn, love, educate, understand, have compassion, have a drive to create at all times to come up with what we're experiencing here as a reality is not really what's happening, right? It's artificial matrix that we're in with 4% awareness. Well, that means that there's 96% we're not seeing that's right in front of us. You no, know, like, well, reality is what's in front of you. You guys are technically in the upside down. You're in the mirror. We're not. Mm. And then we're you. That's the other thing. What, what do you mean? You're me. Oh, you're multidimensional. So you're on every layer, but that's because you're source. All right. If you want to use goes left, there needs to be a place where the other guy goes right. Right. So one that makes the choice and one that doesn't, or one that makes the wrong decision. One of the things I, I get bogged down with is I can see the, the deaths experience in each non-choice. So when I'm sitting around and I get too, too much, it's almost like when you step into the street here, it's very busy. The bus Rome comes by you and you're like, well, that was pretty close. A step more, that would have been my face or the train. I've almost fell right in that, in the, in the, in between the, um, the platform, right? So you fall there, you're done right over here. There's just better hope a hand's coming or you're chopped in half. I would see that. And I'm like having terrible nightmare panics about all these different things. And they're like, why are you, why are you focusing on that? I'm like, I didn't even know you could see that. Why do I keep seeing my death? They're like vibrate higher and look again. And it started to look as if I was a bird making, I was able to watch myself make all the choices and take the optimum timeline, the optimum road through my day. And I was able to plan this. And I started saying, this is amazing. And other shaman, um, there's a lot of radio hosts that are similar to me. And what they were doing is they go under and blast themselves. And we find ourselves in the same space. We're there together. Or we'll have eight people in the room. And uh, these are all people that have gone under together uh, at one time or another. Then they're here and we go under and have a shared experience. We're in the same place in a different place reliving an experience or having a brand new one with different beings teaching us all the way, everything from, well, back in Egypt, Atlantis, 
all the way to the now moment with being standing in the room with you and not beings like an angel or this or that, like ETs, versions of dinosaur characters, men, uh, mantis beings, men with bird heads would come in and teach you the lesson for the, that experience or walk you through a moment in your life so you have a better understanding of what happened or versions of time travel with yourself where you visit your younger self and you realize that that was the dream or that was the moment when I was a child, I thought the thing was standing in the closet and it was, it was me standing in the closet looking back at myself. Mm-hmm. Or when I was attacked by an entity and I had a parasite attachment that was too much and I thought I was having a stiff neck and it was so bad, I was ready to pull my teeth out and I heard singing. I didn't hear it from nowhere else. It was like a whistling and the tune just took me into, I was like, that's lovely. And there was this little bald version of me and he was sing- he was just whistling, walking. And it the next thing I knew, the parasite fell away. I just say parasite because it could have been whatever. And uh, I realized that was me in another time prior, or it's always now. So it's in- happening now over there. And he's just whistling away, doing his little shaman thing through the forest. And that whistle was for me to shake free the thing that was attacking a piece of himself. Wow. It, get, it gets psychologically out of control. And I always say this, this is deep, man. Where does this go? And they're like, honestly, do you want to know where it physically goes or where it spiritually goes? And I'm like, well, put me on a path where both kind of collide. They're like ETs, you space brothers or inner earth brothers, whatever you want to call them, whatever you're comfortable with. Because people argue all day, well, there's no space and there's no this and the earth is flat. And there's that. And I'm like, man, you guys argue with stupid shit. You guys are wasting time. You need to, you need to drop the ego and the nonsense that you know so much better than the next guy over because you don't know shit. That's one thing Io will teach all of us. Everything Frank thinks he knows, he don't know nothing, and neither do you. Mm-hmm. Now take a look. They teach you, and you're like, oh. So through experience, I gain wisdom. Yes. So if I put the time, in, yes. But these are all things a mother teaches her child. And when the child's going through like kindergarten and preschool, yes, you guys are like, why? You think you're because you're 40? <clears throat> that you're not actually like a baby? You're just, your outfit is big. Your outfit grew, but you didn't grow inside. You didn't, you were a meathead until you were 38. And some would still argue points when you have one of your days, right? So you're like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Now, as I look into my family history, I have a great grandmother that was into black magic so hard that they used to come to her and pay her to do different things, spells, rituals. Uh, And she would take care of whatever little matters that the community deemed necessary that they would just show up, ring the bell, bring over a gift, make, I'm like, you don't work. She didn't like anyone. She lived till she was almost a (laughs) hundred. I, she'd go, my, my little Frankie, baby, baby, baby. And she'd grab my face and she'd bring me over. There was altars and all kinds of shit. And I would just hang out, you know, and she had plastic on all the furniture. It was a little weird, but um, she would talk in Italian and people would come. And it was almost like we watch movies and like Goodfellas and all this weird shit. You got to see that on the spiritual end. When the original OG 
you know, women from back home in Italy are actually, yeah. it's yeah. part of the, of your life having this there. Yes. Right. Like dudes will come and bring gifts and like, you won't show up without some kind of, I don't know. They used to bring those crumb cakes and bread, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. They would bring, um, you know, uh, those kind of desserts and they would sit coffee was always on. And then she'd listen to your issue. She'd give you something or she'd send you on your way and say, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. But, and, Everything was scheduled in. And I used to say, why is she always fucking busy? I, as a kid, I had no clue. Now that I'm older, I've met so many people in the neighborhood that or my now my mother's age that are like, oh, look what you're doing. Just like your grandmother, except she was a ooh, they, they all say, ooh, you don't want to get on her bad side. Oh. Madeline will f- wreck your whole world. I'm like, well, I met one of her people that she taught that's in her 70s now. And the first thing she tried to do is glamour me to see if it would work. And it almost worked. I I didn't know that existed. Everything was, and I didn't know that was there for me. So it was just an unveiling. So I'm sitting with this lady. She's kind of like, I don't know, older, not very attractive, but kind of, she's older. So I wasn't thinking anything like that. I'm sitting with my cousin (laughs) and she's asking me about ayahuasca. And then she starts telling me about all these other people and then how she knew my grandmother. And then she kept going here, drink this drink, have some water. And I was going, no, 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 I'm okay. And then I felt like a pulling of, I find you very attractive <laughs> and I'm, I'm a rock star. I'm like, wait a second, hold on here. There's something going on. So my cousin said to me, we have to leave. We have to leave right now. So I opted to not drink ayahuasca with this lady. The next time I drank was with a military guy and I was told to drink. So he was under He's like, you have to drink. She's telling me, tell Frank, he's not listening. I drink, go in and I have to peel off. She touched my leg and they said, do you remember yesterday? I said, mother ayahuasca, what, what's the matter? Am I doing something wrong? I, I always, mother, come on. <laughs> and then she's like, no, look at your leg. And I'm like, my leg. I looked down and it looked like a spider web on my leg, but it was black, that black gooey shit. And it was like sitting there. And she goes, yesterday, when you were with that lady, you remember so I go, yeah, what was up with her? Was she like, was that, is that real? She, they showed me, um, and she had talked to me about this, that she had human bones that she had from a, a Haitian experience where they put her in a, uh, they dug a grave and put her in it for three days and they just kept dropping food down there and she had to be down there naked. She was telling me this whole story. And then this being on the third day when she was losing her shit under the moon, jumped into the pit with her. It was this little she said he was a little character and uh, he offered her some stuff and she had to take it. That was the way it worked. So she took bones from this thing. And I said, yeah, she put them under and then they go the steps downstairs in the house. You talked about it. Who lives next door? I go, my cousin's next door. He has that terrible problem with, and right on the other side of the wall at the base of the steps in my cousin's house. This is how I met her. They were like, Frank's ayahuasca guy. They were yelling at each other from the backyards like it was 19, uh, you know, 70s. Uh, (laughs) It's like a spider web of mold and they keep getting it back and it looks like a hand that's coming out on, on my cousin's house. But the lady didn't have none of that shit. So my cousin's constantly fighting this back. So I'm watching this from the ayahuasca view and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And they're like, yeah, you know what that does? That brings an entity attached to the bones. Oh dear. And she's pushing the entity out at you. He's trying to grab you. That's what that was. So she touched you. She's like, drink the water. And when she touched you, all of a sudden, oh, she's kind of 
She's kind of hot. Wait, did I just say that? No, I said that inside. I felt it come out because I, I came home. I told Paul, I was like, I don't, what is that shit? I go, I never had that happen to me. Not at that level. And she goes, oh, she was glamoring you. Yeah. So I go, glamoring me. She goes, yeah, vampires do it. I go, but that only works on girls. She goes, in the movies, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> She's like, that's real. And you could just do it to someone. You could put something in the drink. You could put something in the food. They're, they're doing that before you're even arriving. And then they're working you while they're there. I said, yeah, but I'm not weak-minded. I don't fall. I can't be hypnotized and all that stuff. That doesn't work on me. There's like a reality punch to me where I could see the other stuff. So all this bullshit doesn't work. All the tricks and nonsense, that doesn't work for me. And they were like, well, glamoring is real. And you, you're using your mind and a few other things in there. We don't know how exactly she was doing it. So I had to sit there and work this thing on the ayahuasca ex experience with a guy who ne really kind of needed me, but Aya, um, he like likes to lash out and flail out. He was kind of, he was kind of still, I had to work this out of my leg up my chest and then throw it up. So it took like three and a half hours. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm not playing with this anymore. Like every time I did something and something like that happened to me, it would freak me out. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to let people touch me then. And they're like, no, you can touch people. You can't because <laughs> you get scared. You're like, Oh, you know, what the fuck is this? They're like, but when you walk around and you're shaking hands with every single person you meet, you're transferring energy. Yes. And if you're shining your light, if they have something, it's going to jump right to yeah. you. And if you don't have your protection, and Frank is terrible at protection sometimes, where Paula is hyper protection, right? So I would get injured to one degree or another, or I take some kind of weird, weird thing would happen to me where it would take her to kind of help pull me up a little. And then I, naturally I have to pull out myself. So it's this weird tag teaming. I like to say it now that it's been years and years that it takes a tribe to heal someone properly. Mm -hmm. Right. And you, you realize those around you who have been doing it the whole time. We have a, a whole colony of cats here. I don't know. If, yeah. There's one right behind me. There's like two, three, four, five <laughs> right there. Like, <laughs> I wasn't a cat guy, right? I had allergies. I'm allergic to cats, right? I've been, I'm in a house. There's, I think there's 13 of them in the house right now. And this is about as nasty as I get. I hug them and I kiss them. And I'm like, well, they're like, who told you you were allergic? I'm like, when I was a little kid, I was around a cat. And then I, my eyes blew up. And then your mother was like, oh, you're allergic to cats. So don't go around a cat ever again. And you <laughs> never went around another cat. <laughs> Way to keep your protection away from you. <laughs> Now, I know this is out there. I know this is immediately like just woo, but it is what it is. The reality is our awareness is going up. That 4% is going away. The, the net of recycling, uh, reincarnation that was trapping us here is no longer there. It's been taken down. So you aren't trapped anymore. We're watching an old system fall away and die. And at its death, they always kick and scream the worst, right? So you just observe and watch the system collapse. However, right on the other side of this, reality is going to change for pretty much every single person on the planet. Some will go into different positions and some will not. Some will choose to stay in a drama-filled world. That's the world that they will stay in. 
That's the best way to say that because I, I don't really have all the answers to everything. I just see it and I go, I don't know how that's going to occur. That makes no sense to me. No, it will. Even when they showed me stuff like the Solar Flash or the event or Nibiru or one, any of those crazy, crazy things, I go, well, how are they going to deal with it? They're like, well, you couldn't see it until you, you took a high dose of psychedelics and now you're standing up and look, there it is right there, right in front of you. Right. So your awareness goes up and you're like, oh, oh, shit. So it's all timed. Your highest self source, all that. It's set to a, a timer to go off as you learn your alphabet in life. But now your evolution isn't being pinholed. We're opening the highways to super highways to neural pathways so you guys can grow again. But since it's been so backed up, it's going to move at a different speed. You're moving into a new position, into a new place, into a new energy where things are spinning a little differently. You guys are only agree on time because you're like, okay, let's agree on time. Mm. When it's always now, there's no such thing as time. You're judging it by you're getting old and one year by the sun and the turn of this and everything. But no, it's always now. So in the now moment, things move differently though. When you're invested in it, I've seen it. It just, it's different. Everything starts to look a little magical, a little more like you've seen things now that you, you're like, wow, that's a miracle. That's, that's kind of cool. Or that I can't believe someone's actually doing that. Imagine that jacked out to like a billion where you're just like, wow, that's crazy. I didn't even think that existed. And it's like, well, it's all there. It's all, literally all there. Everything from Bigfoot to the guys in the UFOs to the gray ones that everyone thinks are demons to the demons that everyone thinks are grays to uh, the swamp monster, to the mm -hmm. Smurfs, to the Fraggles, to the fairies, uh, to, the, to the AI robots, to the guy wearing a helmet saying, this is the way, Cobra Commander, Juggernaut, it's all real. Mm -hmm. You want lizard men? They're there. They're in every fucking cartoon and video game you've ever played is the same story repeated and thrown up into your fucking face 800 different ways just with a change here and a change there. You ever notice that all the villains in the in some of these movies all look alike? They're all like squid ten tentacle monsters. And you're like, that's not even a cool looking alien. What the fuck? And Paul <laughs> in the room, it's like, well, how many squid things do you fight when you're on the other side? I go, it's the basic monster shape, isn't it? She's like, mm -hmm. Tell you what it is <laughs> literally telling you i watched harry potter yesterday for like the the first time um one of the last ones I, I still don't know what it is and i'm going the stuff they're doing in this movie is directly what i and she's like that's why i have the movie on so you you see that this has been there um ant-man the movie the marvel movie he he shrinks down into um he goes really subatomic and then hangs out over there for a little bit during his little shrinking experience it looked just like a dmt trip exactly like it i was like that's smoking dmt what he's doing and then he gets down to the, the smallest level and then there's just giant like it looks like dmt crystals just kind of floating and flopping inside of sacred geometry and i'm like did somebody smoke finally and see what the fuck's going on then dr strange comes out and all the shit we were talking about for years right immediately they start showing in the movies out of body experiences the tunnels the portals the this the that 
And I'm like, oh, they're they're explaining it on a child level now. They're showing you in Doctor Strange literally how to do it. Then Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, they canceled the show because they're doing real rituals literally on yeah. the Netflix show. Yeah. Right. You're watching it. Now you're invested in a ritual and you're like, yeah. well, my brother, I, I, if I don't give a shit about that, it's not working on me. I go, no, that's it's working. <laughs> I, I go the this this the geometry of the cities themselves that we live in across the world all over the place are set up in an architectural way to help drain your battery period right and he's like what are you talking about i go you can't see it if you're standing in it he's like but i don't believe it i go did you just walk into that building over there all right now if i go high enough into the air and look down it doesn't look like a circuit board where's that energy going why does it always look like a cancerous area in these cities, even though there's lights and shit, but you look around at everything else and it's kind of not right. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's fucked up. I, yeah, it's collecting us that we're standing on the chessboard. That's the board that everyone talks about. Um, in the original clash of the Titans, the Olympian gods were literally moving the people as chess characters on the board. It's the pawns on the board. That's the chessboard. Right. Once you're aware of what we're doing, we're no longer on the board. You can't move me because you have no control over me. I'm observing as you are to make a move up above on the board, realizing there's a board or I can go to the underworld, which isn't hell. It's under the board. I, I explain it this way because it's just easier from my reference point. It's like you just sink under and look up and you yeah. can watch everyone making your moves. Yeah, it's a little dark down there, but guess what? It's all light beings and other stuff. And I, I've, I've seen Anubis down there and I'm like, oh, dog-headed guy, he's going to eat me. And he's, what are you talking about? Had full conversations with this being. Walked me through the process over and over till I was so comfortable. And I'm like, holy shit, this is not hell. They're like, what is this hell that you, you guys keep thinking that the monsters, right? Like, wait, you, you're too simple with the heaven and hell stuff. <laughs> They're like, if I opened a portal and there's a place that you go to, right? And it's fire, right? You're like, oh, it's hell. But you also have this thing that if you go down under the chessboard or something, that that's hell too. I'm like, well, maybe it's multi-layered hells. <laughs> They're like, no, just take a look. And I'm like, well, there's, there's actually no hell thing there. They're like, right. You're talking about a place you open this portal and you go through and you go to that dimension over there. That's a hellish dimension but it's not hell do you see your people in there i'm like no i see people but not my people and he's like right because there's no hell you you only judging yourself here mm. and i'm like that's right that's right i saw people on the other side sinking into darkness right where it's like you're just standing in one flat spot and then you decide to sink almost like you're dipping in water and you dip in until it's over your head and they're like that's the the when they say the fallen angels fell away from source, you, you're never not connected. You just drop down to the lowest point and then you pull yourself up and come out when you're ready. It's like a self-imposed thing. It's what, when you decide what you decide, whatever your plan is, if that's in your contracts, if that's what your higher self agreed to come here. So you had these experiences and I'm like, it's kind of looking legit what I'm seeing here. I'm watching everyone go through the process and people are going on. Oh, no. I'm like, you can't save them. You can't save everyone. You have to worry about you in this process, but by saving you, I'm going to teach you how to change the world. You change your universe, you, 
go inside, you fix, and you bring the best Frank out. Frankie Fearless is now here. Now Paula has the best Frank, making her want to be a better Paula, or vice versa. You get my picture. It kind of echoes out, right? Well, I want that. Every, everybody that we meet is like, well, I want that. I'm like, well, you put in the work? Are you putting in the time, effort, energy? Do you even want to be there? Or is it just another thing? Are you living in the 3D world or the 5D world? And I only say that as terms of frequencies because um, we use numbers and stuff to go up. I could speak in scales, but I don't think that would make sense to most people, right? So we just work with, you know, 5D, 4D, 3D. So we're moving into this new 5D energy in this 5D position, allowing us, no, no fighting guys, allowing us to um, start living again. We'll come here to create. We came here to fix this place. A lot of people talk about, oh, we're getting out of here. We're going back home. And I don't know where that is for, for anyone. I know this place is so beautiful, though. And once we start really becoming one tribe, one community across the globe, it's going to start working. The magic is you. So as you fix you and bring the best you out, you're changing the world. Like my environment here is beautiful. One bedroom apartment, got everything I want. I've already had everything. And I was a miserable prick all the time. I just wasn't happy. <laughs> and um, you fall into a position of, what? Well, what do you want in this world? It's like, I got everything I want. I just want a good life now. I want, I want to rescue more animals, maybe, maybe get some more space, right? And as you start doing this within you, you realize that you're changing everything. I got all these rescued animals. I got myself and Paula. I have hundreds of people at this point I've worked with, hundreds. It's crazy. And I don't claim I save anyone or do it. I hold the space for you. You rock and roll. You become the hero in your movie. That's my position is to get you on the board, knowing you're on the chessboard and now get off. Let's get off the board. One each light being that comes away from the darkness on the far end of things is more potent than any Jesus character you've ever heard of. It's more than just the fucking most is what I'm getting at, right? So the creator's on the board. So each one is important. So I can go one at a time, two at a time. I do what I do. <clears throat> and it brings me in happiness to bring some help, you know, watch them come up, make guard the flower, let it grow. So no one starts ripping petals off it right? Allows the space because the more of us are here, the higher the frequency. We came here with purpose with a 4% awareness. The game is on tonight at nine o'clock. I don't have time for this new age shit, right? That's what someone would say. Those with awareness are like, bro, it's time to tune in and meditate and let's go. They're like the personalities just go, right? And we're waking up now. It's just inside of us. It's coming online. It's something you'll feel inside, a call to it, a call to action. What is my purpose? Do I belong? Why do I belong? Who am I? Should I do this? Discernment. Yes, I should do this. Why am I asking permission? I literally have the permission. I'm born onto the planet. Am I hurting myself? Am I hurting someone? Like I tell people all the time, if I, if I was to go into your home, and it was a mess. And you're in my home telling me how spiritually awesome you are. And I walk into your house. I don't mean a little mess like we all have all the time. I'm talking about 
poop container shit stuff everywhere where you're like, oh, come on, man. Right. I'm like, that's a reflection of your inside. If you're always wearing ripped clothes and looking like a bum, and and I don't mean to say it like this, but like your shirts to red, uh, it's not really part of the the style. You're doing yourself a disservice. That's a reflection of inside. You emo characters that are out there, man, you know, I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo. Yeah, keep singing that shit and spell casting that to yourself, and that's what you're gonna be. Yeah, you want to be more, but you're spell casting to yourself that you're less. I, I, it makes no sense. But then again, you don't know you're magical. So it makes no sense to you. Right. But at one point when, as the awakening occurs, you just come on board to it. You begin to understand it. You don't need Frank to tell you, you don't need anyone to tell you anything. You start to make your own connections, but there's this whole searching process that takes place. That's beautiful. You go from everything to nine 11 was an inside job. The whole government sucks. Da, 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 to all the way up, uh, you know, the Pope's a reptile. <laughs> the Queen's a reptile. They're from outer space. Nope, they're from inner space. Nope, the Earth is this size. It's that size. Um, it's a prison planet. Uh, Alex Jones was right, but he was wrong because it's really worse. It's over here and over here. It's all real. It's all happening at the same time. This is the great crazy. And people think chaos is, is just like unchecked business, right? However... How are we moving divinely to it through, through the chaos, right? It's because it's all part of the action of the whole thing. It's all relevant in the divine timing of the whole, the whole plan. I don't know, even know what else to call this. We all came to do this. We're called to do it. Why do you guys do these shows? Is that an actual question? I don't know. Like, I don't I have just, a good answer for that. Why do we do it? I mean, it's, it's compelling on one level. Do you know what I'm saying? Me too. Yeah. yeah. I, lo I love people. I love, it's my story. I don't got to make nothing up. It's already fucking fantastic. Right. I, I need, I need to know if this is real, man. I need to check myself. Am I, am I fucking nuts? What's going on here? Uh, I'm compelled to speak to you about it. And it's so interesting and people are finding it interesting and, and I love it. And I fucking, I love you guys. And this is awesome. See now all of a sudden it's something fantastic. It's, yeah. it's like we're brought together to do this and we're meant to on the other side, our guys are standing, our, our beings are over us laughing. They're finally getting it. Look, they're finally getting it. They're breaking through that. Cause as we open up to the process, we become light because light is everything. You're in a hologram. You dump trauma and you could fill more light into you. And now um, we're bringing forth all of those truths right out to you. You become the living example. You bring on guests that are the example that have been studying it the whole time. Some people read books. Some people smoke DMT and drink ayahuasca and start figuring it out. You know, some people just know. Some people channel. Some people, you know, uh, they go to learn all these different ways to learn. None of those ways were anywhere good and then shave their head and become a monk. Right. So as above, so below with everything, we have computer guys now making uh, uh, vaccination viruses. We got all kinds of technology coming out that's about to over you know, sweep over the world, which is already out there, ready to rock and roll. You have your plannings to meet ET. You have the death realm and what happens to people when they die and this forced reincarnation. I mean, it's off the charts. 
right? You got people arguing whether it's Bigfoot or ET. And uh, inside of that, where do you grasp yourself? It's like, well, I'm the, I find faith and comfort in knowing that I'm the all. I'm source, your source. She's source. She's source inside. This is little source right here. Little me's, little version of me's helping me. The cat's showing me how I need to be loved by loving them and having them live a properly rescued life because they lived like shit. And I don't have kids and I'm not bringing kids into this world, but I will help something. I will do my best in my space. My grounds are clear. My house is clear. We do the best we can. No bragging, just all humble and all love, all instructional. So somebody hopefully is watching. And if you are right now, I love you guys. Um, it could help you into your position. There's no right or wrong way to do this. You'll know the wrong way. You don't, you know, don't walk into the middle of the street blindfolded, running naked. It's probably not the best idea. However, sit down, go within yourself, meditate on you. Think about the emotions, the feeling, and the and as you clear these things out and have an understanding of your yourself and you start loving yourself again, all this magical shit just starts happening. Right? Don't believe it when you'll see it. Say I'm ready. Show me. Well, what do I got to do to show me? Well, you got to do a little work because you've been plugged up the whole time. Think of you as um, dipping yourself in concrete and now you're chipping yourself out. You're rebuilding the man in the structure or the woman in the structure. It takes work, effort and energy to think. I have questions like go back, going back a half hour here. So okay, I will stop. I'm going to stop talking. You guys could just tell me, Frank, shut up. No, it's 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 fascinating to hear it. Um, oh God. So uh, my my first question I had was, you know, talking about how things are going to change, right? How yes. Things are open and we're losing that four percent. It's getting kicked up. Whatever. We're getting turned up to eleven, basically. Uh, a is that. A solar initiated thing and b is there a time frame for that mm, okay so or is it <clears> a very know, for everyone all right, all right so for those waiting with their hands in the air waiting for the solar flash you should wish in one hand and shit in the other and right, expect right. something to occur <laughs> okay that's one two if you're prepping yourself for it you'll be there for it everyone will be there for it but will you be awake through it, through the experience? And this is how I explain it. I've witnessed it from so many multiple levels and what I will be doing during, before, after, at, long after uh, leading up to these moments. The work we do now, the ayahuasca sessions, the mushrooms, the DMT sessions, when it's done in terms of medicines, you go in with a healthy plan, trying to figure it out, not trying to figure out the whole thing, but you trying to get a lockdown on it. As you're putting in that work, you're able to handle those energies. So as you get rid of the traumas, you're able to hold more light, more light of energy. Energy is light. Uh, it's, all, it's all there. So can you handle it? My first experience with a being in the room with me, like I said, coming through a portal, I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I was, I was going, I don't know. But inside, I was fine. Inside, I was like, why isn't my machine working? And they were like, oh, you've never seen this before with your human eyes. 
So you're frightened to death, right? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? But inside I was going, no, 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 let him come out. And then my heart just, and they were like, no, you, you can't even be in this energy. Like you've never felt this energy with your human fleshy body. You're going to fucking pop. You literally die. So the answer is no. So little, little drip, 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 drip. So this is where this is headed straight through. If you can't handle that, okay, you'll be asleep during it. Plain and simple. I won't call it. I've seen so many different aspects of it. People go, well, there's no such thing as the rapture. And they talk about that. And then they say, well, this is going to occur and that's going to occur. There's so many different things. I saw them all happening at once. I saw Nibiru or Wormwood or Marduk or, um, or uh, the New Tiamat. Jerusalem, yeah. Tiamat returning. Mm -hmm. I saw this. I was on an ayahuasca ceremony and the girl was dying over and over and I was holding her up and my, um, my medicine kicked in hard and i was told to leave her and her dad who had passed away showed up and was helping her wake up and then die again then paula was helping and i backed up and a being was standing with me and i was in pennsylvania on a i was on a on a deck pretty high up there's only about 10 houses on this lake and uh this guy was in a robe he said hey sit down man sit down i said what the fuck are you doing here how did you get up here <laughs> right and i grabbed his arm and i held it and he's like what are you doing like let go of me and i go i, I was like you know when you you think psychedelic experience you're thinking something out there um you're gonna jump out of your body into dreamland or you're gonna go into dmt tunnels and see elves and shit you're not expecting to stand up on a back porch and see nibiru like they showed it to me and then it came i don't know if it came out of the sun around the back of the sun i don't know what i they called it the new jerusalem to me and then i said why are you taking me to the middle east i don't want to go anywhere near the middle east and they were like what the fuck are you talking about and i'm like and i'm not i'm not leaving i'm not leaving paula and ellen i'm not leaving anyone and they're like sit down and look so i i held the they have these white robes. They're beautiful looking. The guy looked human to me. Um, he was kind of glowy a little bit. I sat back, the open sky. I looked at the sun. It came from, oh, we'll say behind the sun. It was little. And in one second was in front of me. It was like the whole place for as far as you can see in every direction. It was, it was like a planet spaceship. I can't, ex it had little energy wings. So it, it was like a, can I describe it like a child? Yeah. So it just keeps it simple. I, it's like an energy force field that made it look like it had wings, but it didn't have wings. It was generating a shield and it was moving. So it looked like it was flying, but it was just the planet moving and it was right over us. I, I said, how, how far is that? They said, you, you could take a space elevator to that. Right. And I, I laughed. I said, yeah, I couldn't say an elevator cause that'd make no sense. But a space elevator. Yeah, that's fucking really close. They're like, yeah, so you need to relax because you're going up there. And I'm like, I I'm not going up there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the answer is no. You guys want me to come back tomorrow. I was checking out. They're like, just lay down and relax. Lay down. And I'm like, man, it's early in the afternoon. The sun is blasting me. I'm in a I I'm not I didn't purge or do nothing. Like it just came over me and hit me. Uh, laid back and boom, I was inside of it and it was gorgeous.
it looked like um i don't know man the, it looked like a mall that was really dope like a place you'd want to be not like a cheesy cheap mall there was like golden architecture and like chrome or silver everywhere everything shined didn't leave prints on anything and i knew this because i i had to hold myself up on the wall and they were like what are you doing and i go i i I'm having a hard time breathing. And they're like, Frank didn't come up here. Your body's right there. And I just looked and I, there's my body. Shit. It was like, I could just see down and I was laying on and I was sleeping. Um, okay. My reflection, I was the light being, but yet I was acting like me. They said, take a walk around, see what's going on. Don't touch anything. And if you, um, you want to talk to someone here, you talk to them. Don't touch them first. Talk to them first. I said, okay. So I kind of stepped out. I saw some big Anunnaki characters. I called them Anunnaki. They were like giant humans. Um, gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They walked right by me. I said, this is like the troll market, except nice. And Hellboy, the new, the new Hell, one of the Hellboys, they go under the Brooklyn Bridge into this market, and there's all these beings. And I'm like, oh, like the Star Wars cantina, but with the lights on. But the beings are, they don't, they don't look uh, scummy and villainy. They were like awesome. I saw these dinosaur men. They had giant fins down their head. They were gigantic. And then I thought they would eat me. They could like bend over and just bite me. And I heard in my head, no one here will bend over and bite you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. And I looked over and what I thought was the bush I was trying to like keep myself away because it was too much. It was just too much to handle. There was a mantis right there. The head was looking right at me and I go, Oh, okay. So hello. I've dealt with them before. I'm very comfortable with them, but they're gigantic. So I'm, I'm like, uh, or Mr. Mantis, I don't know how to deal with this, but he goes, your body's right there. And he stood up and the guy that was with me with the robe comes walking over to me. Says, are you okay? That's not who we expected you to talk to. I said, no, I learned Tai Chi movements from a similar being. I said, I'm not afraid of them. They were in my apartment here. They had to crouch down and come in. I said, that was frightening, but they were so nice. It's like what you can handle at the time. And it explained to me, no, you're up in the ship. This place is New Jerusalem. You're coming here with all your people there's going to be a solar event. Now this is like the hundredth time I'm being explained to this, but I've never been on this. I didn't even think Nibiru kind of existed. I kind of poo-pooed it a little. I saw, but now that it's a, it's a 50 different names for the same thing. So now I'm like, Oh, well, I didn't know that. That's like calling the same guy, you know, like Toth, the Egyptian, a biscuit headed uh, bird headed guy is Mercury in the Olympians, if there, it's the same guy, just called a different name, Quetzalcoatl, whatever. I, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I thought all you guys were different dudes. No, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's my. That's my. So I'm like, oh, so planets too? We're gonna do that with planets. We're gonna just confuse the shit out of everyone, right? They're like, you guys do that. What you guys do with compiling information from the whole world and then going, well, these guys call it this, or these guys call it this, and everyone's saying their shit is correct. Meanwhile, if you put everyone's stuff down and remove the bullshit, you all have the puzzle piece for the whole puzzle. And then there's a surprise caveat to that, that you're not to know. 
although you know somewhere inside, but you'll still be shocked. And I'm like, well, if it's anything like this, I'm you you got me. I'm fucking shocked. I've been in spheres, I've been with Toth, I've been in all these places. I ain't never been nothing this big, and it's really kind of cool. They go, look, you will go for a cup of coffee, and you're like, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. We go, oh, we're going for a, a ride around the sun. We'll be right back. It's the same thing to us. You're getting your coffee, going for the walk, and us taking this giant ship around the sun and coming back is the same thing to us as that is to you. So we've been here the whole time. We never went anywhere. We didn't leave you. We didn't abandon you. Everyone's watching the great experiment. It got so out of control, though, that now we're back and it's a wrap. There's domination and dominion and people screwing each other. It's got to stop. So what I've noticed is this graduating class of humans activating pretty hard that are like getting um, the training, the practicing, the advantage of being with this while it's happening for through our experiences. So as it happens to other people, there's other humans that go, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, he's, this is all right. Like these guys are good. Like, we don't want to freak everyone out. There's those fringe people, like my brother's kind of fringe, right? But, or my dad, but he's kind of into it. I'm like, I would take him with me. I would take him out into the street with me and say, come on, we're going up and doing some crazy shit right now. We're going to go remove a demon right now. Come on, we're going to go do this. Or we're going to go to this other place and we're going to tap into this and we're going to send our energy through it and make it rain over here. I started going into all these different things and I'm like, oh, I could take these people with me. And they're like, they're right there. All you have to do is be like, no, nah, man, it's cool. Look, look, check it out. And they will naturally come on board naturally. You're not doing anything for it. You're just there as like a buffer. And it's exactly what they need. This has all been divinely planned. So you're not going to fuck it up and it's not going to ruin things. Just relax though. Don't wig out. Don't freak out. I know it's freaky. All right, so now those that aren't doing the work, if this solar flash goes off and you have never purged the trauma, even though you're still evolving, right? So you have a golf ball amount of the size of thought in your head, but you think you can handle the truth. You're afraid of things like ayahuasca and psychedelics. What makes you think you can handle ET? You think that if a mantis being walked out of a ship right now or a portal, it'll be easier for you to handle right now. And if it just says, they don't say like, uh, they, they act like the beings that they are. So if they just scooped you and kind of went, you're going to be okay. You're going to shit your pants. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to be okay with that. We're not trying to hurt you. So we can't have that question in the air. So it's drip, 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 drip. First, the humans come. The humans are teaching me Tai Chi in the, in the room. And I think there's these glowing light characters in here with me. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. You guys are teaching me some neat shit. And it's very easy for my back and my neck and stuff. They're like, right, 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 right. And then after two days, they're not men that were glowing. They're actually giant mantis beings. And I'm like, they're like, we needed you to prepare with your energy. You needed to soak this up and think we were guys teaching you how to do this. And I'm like, please don't ever do that again. Next time, just show up as whoever you are. They're like, you couldn't handle it. And the minute that you could, we opened up the channel to you. Since doing that, stuff like this, I've learned that things like, 
how about everything is frequency and vibration, everything. So sickness can be kind of unlocked from your aura bubble. I'll use that, these as examples because I don't have, we're talking to the wide audience, so I don't know who's, who's hearing this, but your aura is like a protective shield around you. And we connect to things through contracts and just connecting through stuff. Oh, I like this. I like that. We're in a, a matrix. So what we're not seeing are things connecting to us and we're like allowing that to occur. So as I check the frequency wires, I realize pain and uh, suffering and sickness can all be removed and untethered from people, contracts that need to be broken, just cut the cord, cut the cord, take a razor to my aura and shave it all off. Don't touch me. Now let's start fresh. What's the first thing I got to do, right? These are the things that I'm so intrigued by because it'll get me to the next level. Why? Because we're going to meet the people below us that doesn't even sound right when I say it like that. And the people around us and the beings that people think are above us, we're going to meet all of them. Yeah. All the characters that you think have died and they're on the other side in this place that you go to, where do you go when you die? I don't know, heaven, hell, whatever. Well, it's a frequency. So it's a place, it's a dimension, right? We're going into that frequency, now, I had to be taught this over and over again. And then my grandmother passed last year, and I went and did multiple Aya ceremonies. And during those ceremonies, it got really high octane. And I started saying, all right, DMT, the time, well, during the Aya session. And everyone went in, and boom, the dead relatives started just walking into the room or f coming through. It's crazy. I don't know how to explain it. They were not there. And then whoop, they're right there. And I'm like, Hey, you're pretty close to us. What's going on? Why aren't you reincarnated? I talked to my grandmother right in front of everyone. Why did you, Hey, Viola, Viola, look, it's grandma Viola. And everyone's like, Oh shit. That's grandma Viola. Yeah. Check it out. And she's dressed like Lakshmi who is, um, uh, a goddess from the Hindu um, side of things so i'm like man she's dressed like that why aren't you re are you reincarnating what are you doing viola she goes why would i reincarnate you guys are coming here and i said oh i guess everyone's got to die and come see to that their part of no 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 not everyone a whole bunch of you a whole bunch are scheduled to take your bodies and walk right into this frequency with us not leaving your body behind no magic hocus pocus walking through your life. Normally, bam, we're here. Wow. The sun moves. We move, right? The whole piece moves, travels, new section of the clock of the universal clock face, galactic clock face, whatever you want to call it. There's energies here that when you bathe in them and you're surrounded by them, your frequency goes up right into those places, right into those places. And people go, that can't be true. I go, well, how many of you have had paranormal experiences of dead relatives in your house? My mother has tons of, oh, this one came and sat on the edge of the bed with me, but not what, what you're saying, Frank, can't possibly be real. I, oh, but 
grandma came and sat with you on the bed and had a full conversation. Oh yeah. I couldn't move my arms and legs, but I couldn't tell if I was awake. Then I tried to scream. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's sitting there. I go, Oh, okay. So I don't believe in that. It's like, well, you can't tell me because it happened to me. I go, right. That's why I tell you the same thing, <laughs> right? It's you're judging this experience, right? So you got to be open to more. It'll keep happening. My grandfather was like, she got into bed with me and put the covers over me. And he's 90. He's dying in the house. He's laying in the bed. He's having the hallucinatory stuff. And I'm downstairs eating mushrooms <laughs> going, <laughs> oh, shit, look at that. She's upstairs with him and he comes down with the fantastic stories. So everyone has the paranormal experience to one degree or another. They believe this or they believe that. It's all real. It's all there. Look, it's right there. It's right in front of us. It's not out there. Yeah. It's you go inside of you, you, you calm your breathing down, you clear your mind out, you take some of those movie screens that flash in your fucking head and you, you calm that stuff down. You got to heal that stuff. So you have one open vortex, yummy space to just work in. And then you're like, but Frank, it's all black and right. Concentrate inside of that and then manifest mm -hmm. what you want, right? Bring it up to that frequency, feel good about it, right? Bring it to you, call it out, right? It's time to show the magic. I'm ready to see it. If you say, I'll believe it when I see it. You probably won't see it. You're, you're spell casting your word as the creator, the divine language that comes out of your face hole that people just think is just an open hole that spits out stupid shit all the time. I'm like, dude, when you, when you get right with yourself, with your intent and you focus, you can manifest anything you want. We don't, we have no lack anymore. Once we realize we're abundance, you go, but Frank, how do I get to abundance? Well, no, you are abundance. You have to remember <laughs> that you're abundance. Yeah. It's like that little trick with the ego. You don't kill your ego. You get it in check. Yeah. I said, Shiva, do you have ego at this level? He's like, oh, yeah. I go, do you still want to slap someone when they act up? you damn right I do. I said, I hear stories about all these angry gods and this and that, lowercase g's. He's like, yeah, man, we all fought each other. That was the great war that everyone's like, I wonder what happened in the past. Hey, you had the Vedas and the Hindus and the, and the Egypt, ancient Egyptians all fighting each other, right? And then realizing that they got trapped in the soul trap. That's why there's all the gods that walk among us. We're all here together. It's yeah. us. It's all of us. We realize, well, this wasn't the right thing to do. Right now we all have to live in love. And it's like, well, you were already that you were these great beings. And it's like, yeah, but then it gets into service to self service to others. Um, what your species has like as a dominating factor or as a loving caring. Like when I ask, what's up with the galactic federation of light, what's up with you guys. Right. And they're like, what, what's up with them? They're there. Do you want that? You want to talk to them? I'm like, yeah, well, what's their deal? They're like, do you remember this time when these guys came in and helped you during your ayahuasca experience? I go, yeah, there were guys in like, I thought they were Star Trek guys for some strange reason, but they were different colors. They're like blue and gray. And they just walked up in here and did some shit and walked out. And it cleared the whole room. I went, wow, I didn't have to do anything. That was like a great shot. Thank God for those guys. I don't know who the hell they were, but you know, they're like, yeah, it's the wild west out here. We have to respect boundaries. So we can't, we're, we're here. And things are going off in every direction. It's free will, free will land. And not everybody has free will. So they want you, they want you guys under lock and key 
and you'll you'll do it. You wind up building for them what they want. You are the creator doing it for them. You don't even realize it, but you're like, wow, they have UFOs and laser guns. And I'm like, dude, you can do anything. They can't do anything. They can do laser guns and UFOs, but you could, you are a UFO. You are the spaceship. You are the laser gun. Like you don't, you like, you don't need a weapon. You could be naked and walk into that and they'll all run and you'll just throw love at them. And they'll like, I can't take it. And they're like, it's the most powerful weapon is love. There you go. And I'm like, wow, this is the craziest thing I've ever experienced. They're like, and that's why you came here to experience this. Guys, it's an uh, full unlocking. We're all here together. We have to stop fighting and we have to tribe up. So I'm like, so Shiva gets along with Horace? And they're like, yep. So the Tooth Fairy gets along with Frankenstein. They're like, at this point, you have no choice or you can't be here. And naturally, this is metaphorical because I'll just go deep because they'll tell me, Frank, what do you need today? What do you need? And I'm like, I don't know. They're like, do you need an angel? Like, I know. I know it's part of the Matrix. This, that, I, They're all at war with the demons. I know all that stuff now. But they're like, what do you need? Do you need mommy? <laughs> do you want Aya to come out to hold your hand? Do you want Spider-Man? Right? <laughs> do you want a Care Bear? Do you want a Huggy Snuggy? What do you need? Right? And then I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. They're like, okay, next. And they take you right into the next thing. So if you're not getting the bigger picture from what they're showing you and doing, they'll send something from your memory, from your childhood, something that you love. Like, oh, I love superheroes. Oh, there's Captain America. And you know, you're not going to act like a dick with him around because, <laughs> you know, right? So you, you kind of stand up straight. And you're like, bro, it's fucking Captain America. Then you're like, dude, that's not real. It's like, well, how can you tell me if it's not real? Especially if I straightened up. He told me something and I listened that anyone could have told me, but I didn't listen from anyone. So they give you the one you need. Well, you give you the one you need. It's not really they, but it's a team effort, but it's all been planned and pre-planned. Hmm. Is, is there an actual dimension with Marvel heroes in it? I wouldn't be surprised if they were there at one point or another, but I'm going to be honest. That's us. Yeah. All right. So you're I had an expert. experience that was like that. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I've asked, can I see superheroes? And they were like, what to you defines a superhero? Because a cop or a, or a fire department guy mm -hmm. could be a superhero, right? Look, the guy grabbed someone with one arm and he held on. He pulled him over. I go, yeah, a little more than that. Oh, a little more than <laughs> that. How about technological superheroes? Oh, okay. And I saw a world where the technology was just kind of connected to them but didn't run them. They ran the technology. Mm -hmm. And I saw a guy, it was the silliest thing. He was cleaning windows on the side of a building and he looked like Dr. Octopus. He had the, the thing around his yeah. waist and his groin and it was climbing up the building and a kid fell out of the window and he rescued the kid. You just grabbed it with one of the things, put it back in, closed the window, locked it, contacted the, the, the mother and was like, this happened and just went back to work and he was smiling. And he, they were like, is that superhero? I go, that's pretty superhero-y. They're like, well, that's normal for them. He doesn't fight crime per se. Like right. when you get to that level, that doesn't really exist here. They're all cool with each other, but yes, they use the, the materials to do cool stuff and create. So I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then they show me dudes just doing it with their mind. So they, they, whoop, there's a birthday cake. And they're like, okay, I don't want a birthday cake. I want a wedding cake. Whoop, there's a wedding cake. And you're like, wow, they're just doing that shit with their mind. 
Oh yeah. Now watch these guys. These guys are singing and moving giant stones with their voice. And you're like, well, how is that even possible? You're watching it. Why don't you join in? See for yourself. So what is a superpower? What is a superhero? Is it telepathy? Is it telekinesis? Mm -hmm. Right? Is it, do, does my head have to be bigger? Do I need to look like mastermind? Should I have a diamond in my head and be blue like Shiva? Or should I just open a portal and wear a cape? Like it is whatever you need it to be. Right? So gotcha. that I'm open to so much. The whole, I, we only use that, I'd use that definition only for shows and stuff. I, I get the information across the board and then just go, okay, let me look at it from back here. You know, like you can't have one thing without the other. So if you can think of it, it's there. If you didn't think of it yet, it's there. It's all there. Already. Nothing new under the sun. No, but everything's new everywhere. Yeah. Always fresh new creations. Can't believe it, but I already knew it, but it's, I can't believe it. Right. Oh my God. Is that real? Of course it's real. Of course. But it's so nice to say, of course it's real and be surprised. Of course. That's why you're in the lower <laughs> density. So you can say that to yourself. So then you can show yourself to you and the giant rusting Russian nesting doll where the little guy looks up at the big guy and goes, Holy shit. Who's that? That must be God. It's like, dude, that's you. Mm. And you're like, no fucking way. And do, 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 do. You get an experience with it. You kind of come back and then you never really go back all the way again. It's like an accordion. We play the song, we pull it out and we push it all back in together. The great breath of life, breathe in, breathe out, you know? Yes. And yeah. And now we're bringing it all back home. So all the characters become one into the singularity. The multidimensional you rocks the outfit now, right? It's you with the awareness of the whole thing. And that's beautiful, but we grow into that. You know, we don't just step right into that. You got to do the work. So as you think, solar flash, flash goes off, hundred ayahuasca sessions in one shot, right to your face. You start purging everything. I mean, most people would kill themselves or try to. They would hurt themselves, car accidents. I mean, what do people in planes do? We we talk about this all the time. You drive it in the car. What happens with them? They got to go to sleep. What I saw was some of. It wasn't a rapture. In the technical sense. A bunch of us, this is what I did. Because I, I, it's not like I had a fucking choice. <laughs> I was standing there and I saw the energy. It was pink. I bathed in it in my home for a little bit. I laid down. I got up. I go outside. I think of my mother. I go to find her. I find them. I, they're pa Everyone's passed out. People in the street, everything stopped. It looks like everyone's just kind of dazed. I'm trying... People at home could see when they when they watch. So that dazed out. Some people say zombie like. I'm like, nah. They look like everyone just took a really big hit of weed and they're kind of like, whoa, what's happening here, man? <laughs> right. And then I'm on a ship, looking, and I don't know how I do the crossover, and I see people in standing in lines, and they're like stand sleeping. So I I walk over. I see my brother, and he goes, man, what's going on, Frank? Frank. I go, you're on a spaceship, mm. your brother, <laughs> and it's okay. Holy shit, it's all good. And he goes, oh, that's great, and goes right back to sleep. Oh, man. And I go, what the fuck? And they're like, well, you guys got to take care of your people. So there's a guy for me to report to that's standing right there. He just helps me out, and he's kind of nudges me. Oh, there's someone that's awake. Oh, don't take, take a look at them. Go talk to your friend. Go talk to your mother. 
and then they put us back after it's over, but it stays. So the flash never leaves from what I seen, from what I saw. Um, the coloring is there for uh, like a thousand years. It changes what everything just straight up, I guess, looks like outside. There's like a, I don't know, like this pinkish hue to everything. It's kind of cool looking, but then there's no, uh, there's no false matrix. So there's ships everywhere and you're just like, what the fuck? And slowly people start waking and they have us all back and we're like ready to go. People start snapping out of Paul and I were awake. The cats were up. I was like, how long were we up there? They're like, it's every time I ask time and date, I always get the wrong things. <laughs> anyone telling you, and I'm sorry if this offends anyone that the 21st alien ships are going to land and we're going to get raptured up. When someone's spitting out dates, you have to be careful because it's a heist. Sources surprising everyone with this. Yeah. At the same time, you need a balance in the super consciousness of enough people wanting this and subliminally everyone fucking knows, but it's not for everyone. So I've seen stuff and Dolores Cannon talks about this. It's like old earth and new earth. But if we're in a multiverse, then there's earth vibrating at this higher level and this higher level, but you don't go anywhere. It's you stay right here except you vibrate so high out of frequency that they lose awareness of you. You keep awareness of the whole thing. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, um, what the fuck's going on? Like you immediately know that they don't know and they can't hurt you or affect you, but you can go and deal with them. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, you have to lower your frequency to do it. And a lot of us don't, a lot of us choose not to, but a bunch of us are like, nah, we're going to help the ones that put their hand up like they're it's like a graduating class or they call it the harvest, which is, I, I always thought that was the worst word to use because everyone thinks, Oh, they're going to pull your energy out and all that. I go, yeah, that's what the evil system wants you to fucking believe. Everything's scary and nonsensical. I go, you want help, but you won't help yourself. You want ETs, but you don't want to see them outside because that might scare the shit out of everyone. And people start jumping out of buildings. You know, make up your fucking mind. Right. Do you want the, do you want the new tech? Oh, we should have free energy and blah, 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 blah. but fuck this and fuck that. It's like, no, you, you can't have the Smurfs without the fraggles, man. <laughs> it just it doesn't work. You don't get the big people and not the little people. It's it, all of it. Okay. So when you start to release and get into this, right. You start going up in frequency what do people who have high frequency say to other people who have other high frequency, man, I don't want to be around anyone, but people like you, because we're beginning to see it. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. I'm part of this. And it's, it's not a hubristic thing. I keep saying that because I think I come across Dickie sometimes. So I, I tell people, no, it's not Frank doing that. I'm just saying you get into a position of internal power and then you're like, yeah, this is what's up. I want this every day. I don't want that. Well, you might have to deal with that right now and you might have to help them through the experience because that's what we're here to do to one, one degree or another. But some of us aren't, some people wake up and they go, I'm moving to Texas and they go <laughs> over to fucking Texas. I see people grounding themselves, anchoring light. They don't even realize they're doing it. And once the light is anchored, you're not required by contract to be there anymore. So if you start feeling willy nilly, like I am in New York, I'm like, I don't want to be here no more. I'm in an area of, of the Bronx. It's beautiful. However, it's changing and it's rapidly changing and there's no room here. It's no room. 
you, you drive down the street, that's two lanes and there's just double parked cars and shit every, I'm fucking yelling and screaming. It sucks. Alternate side of the street parking, weird kind of stuff. So people like myself, Paula, we're rescuing animals, doing stuff. We see ourselves as caretakers of this place. It's like we're ambassadors to the planet by taking care of that which the planet provides us with. And we can do more now. We've shown that we can, out of the one bedroom, we can help people. We can rescue animals. We can grow things outside. We can respect one another. We are ready to do this. And it's like practice for the big game. Because I always say, they always show me the house and the home. And I go, where is that? I've never seen that before. And they're like, that's where you're going to be. I go, where is that? And they go, some will call it new earth. Some call it 5D frequency. You'll be spending a little time up on the ship. I'm like, well, I keep coming here over and over and over. And they're like, you have to get used to it because if the reality is that's what's out there. You think so small-minded that there's not there, but it's really right in front of you. I smoked DMT with a guy that was swearing to Christ he um nothing scares me nothing does i don't give a shit i sat outside with him we smoked quietly it was freezing outside i put a little blanket over both of us like a bigger one over us and i sat there with him and he hit i did mine i sat back and right in front of us unzipped that's what it looked like and these two beings came out and one of them took a stick and tried to poke me with it and i i backed up and he started screaming I'm like, calm down, dude. You're going to, they're going to call the cops. He's like, they're in there. They're right. I go, I told you that like, I told you they're right in front of us. What the fuck did you think I meant? And he goes, I thought they were standing there. I go, they are standing there. We're seeing the matrix. And now that we're, we're under, we can see what they're doing. They're peering into where we are and they can touch us, but we can't touch them. But watch, we can touch them watch i pulled the background around us and they were like and he kept taking this this stick and he was trying to touch me with it and then i started tapping it like nope 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 <laughs> i said you can they're real you can fucking grab one of them by the neck and fling them around if they're not using tech if that's something you wanted to do but i i don't suggest you do that and um he's like no i didn't know this was real i go but you've been listening not to me but to your own shit and then you came here in disbelief Right. And now we're sitting outside and we're doing it. And now there they are. Okay, go. What's your plan? He's like, I don't have a plan. Well, what do you want to do? You were so ready to hang me and I don't want, and I told you so, I just want to know what you want to do. And he's like, I, 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 I can't. I said, okay. Hopefully one day you can have a, have a nice <laughs> night. Right. Cause it's right there. They're right fucking there. And the dead relative, they're right there. They're not, coming out of dimension nine, you know, and this, whatever they're in frequency, whatever frequency label that is right there. And we are f antennas that can tune directly into any frequency. And we are energy masters. Yes. It's what we do. Yeah. And it becomes, this is one of the most beautiful things that you can go through, but it is going to be the hardest for some people. Because a bunch of years ago, I would have never thought this. When, when I came back from my first eye experiences, I threw my wallet at my shaman. I said, here, take this. I don't even want it anymore. I don't even know what's going on. This is all fake. Everything's fake. Just take it. I love you. I, I, don't, I, don't, 
I got nothing. This is amazing. And he was like, oh, you're back. You're, you're ready. He goes, you can't get any lower than that. They're just sitting naked on the floor with your thumb in your mouth. Going, Burp. Got nothing. Frank's just Jerry and I are coming to the Bronx. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for it. Coming. You and Paula make make some space for us. We're ready to deep dive. It's the only way to do it is to deep dive it. If if you tiptoe into the water, they'll go, oh, no, no, no. You got to blast through the reality. That's the best way to do it. You're safer just launching yourself through the program. It seems scary, though. That's the thing that's because I haven't it done is. it. Jerry hasn't done it, and it does seem scary. It terrifies me. I if don't you know don't why have a heart, if you have a weak heart, I wouldn't suggest smoking DMT or anything because that'll show you. If you break through, it'll show it. You're boom. You're there, and you're back in 15 minutes. I is kind of knows what you need. It's like the hero you need, not the hero you want. So you have to let go of everything and just let her show you. And that's the way she, as medicine, knows that you need to see it so you don't have the heart attack or don't have that issue. Didn't So I is the one that healed your back, right? Well, it's still healing. I still have issues, but yes, I'm not on any uh, any meds or anything. I have a question. No doctors, no nothing. Um, that's <laughs> cool. And that reminded me of Dr. Strange, by the way that whole subplot of Dr. Strange where he meets the guy who healed himself. Remember that part? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, you use your magic. Like they're like, Oh, did she heal him? No, right. he uses heal, his magic to heal himself. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, what lesson are we learning from the virus right now as a, mm. as a global community, as a global community? Jeez. If okay. Any. So, I, I'm stepping back from this whole thing because la last year, I don't know, right before, I guess it was last October, Paul and I got really sick and I thought we were going to die. Never felt that way in my life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, when COVID stuff was happening and the flu kicked in, was like the months later. And I was looking at people hearing about it going, wow. So the flu's really kicking, kicking everyone's ass. Then it came out coronavirus. Then the doctor said to me when I was in, uh, when I was in his office, he said, "Were you in the Middle East?" And I go, "No, just because I look like this, I wasn't in the Middle." <laughs> what makes you? I, I live right there, bro. I walk by here every day. What the fuck is wrong with you? And he goes, "Well, this strain specifically, you don't really get this here." So I'm like, I haven't left my fucking apartment in three weeks. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I, I got this uh, sensation. They're sp they spray this shit on us or they infect it through because they, they were chemtrailing us like crazy during that time. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's sick, almost like flu season. You get an injection that doesn't work ever loaded with shit that's going to give you cancer and all kinds of other fucking problems in your future. And then you get sick. Right on, right on fucking schedule. And then they go, well, it's always been that way. And I'm like, well, I don't think so. I don't think it's always been that way. You're telling me. So what did people do throughout history? And all oh, they fucking died because they didn't have it. I go, but who's told you that? Well, men smarter than you, Frank. Okay, well, all right. I see. I get it. However, I go in and look at that stuff 
and naturally nobody's going to believe me unless you go on there. The other shaman are like, well, they don't want to fucking listen. I go, I, I can't make nobody fucking, I can't save nobody. You're never going to save no one, Frank. Just tell, tell the story. And if people want to tune in, whatever suits them will suit them. Yeah. And that is your purpose and your only yes. purpose. You don't even need to defend your position. You know, because people go, well, you're not a shaman. I go, why wouldn't I be a shaman? Well, who taught you? I go, who taught me? Every fucking deity and from every religion has stopped by and thrown a little handshaker at me. Plus inner earth, plus everyone in the galactic federation. And then the characters over here in the space, Jesus showed up a few times. Mm. I'm getting it from all of you. Right. So who are you getting yours from? Mm. So let me ask you, what have you done today to help people instead of criticize me who helps people? What have you done? I got up today. I did this. What did you do? All right, go ahead. Here's the paper. Here's the paper again. Show me on the paper, right? You're complaining a lot from the fucking couch. But you're not doing enough for you, right? And taking commercial doses of Aya, and I'm not fronting on no one, is not really the way to do it. You want to go in, you want to traditional style blast yourself. There is no easy way to do this, uh, to say this. You, you have to, um, this is how I, 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 we have people that go one and done and they go, Oh, that was amazing. I felt some love and this stuff happened. I go stay for three days. Just now what Chris did with you. He had me five and he, I said, what we're doing, <laughs> I come out from being under and I go, wow, I, I, I'd need a few minutes to talk and I'd need a cigarette. And then he'd go, okay, you want to go in again? And I'm like, no, but yes, yes, let's do it right now. But no, but yes, right now. Before I say no, yes, right now, five days nonstop. So I know what my body, uh, I was getting the healing properties out of it. I needed to go under. I needed to learn a whole bunch of stuff. I needed to see it. I needed to, my brain was only worried about the healing part. These other characters and I met so many different things. Source, Lucifer, Satan, the Olympian gods, the Egyptian Pantheon. Um, this was all Aya. Aya, DMT, Aya, DMT, okay, Aya, DMT, like back you're and doing forth. It with Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I just went into my own, on my own, when I, I got back to the Bronx, I immediately, the first thing I started doing was making it. I had to prove to myself alone, I can do this. Because people are like, what are you crazy doing it in your living room? I go, no, I'm safe. I got to go to the bathroom. I throw up on the floor. I just, someone helps me, you know, I'm, my girl comes over. Hey, can I help you up? What can I do for you? You know, I'm flopping around on the floor. They make sure I don't hurt myself. Um, if I need someone to hug me, I got someone right there. The bathroom, the shower, I'm change of clothes, my cats. Like some people, I guess, need to be in nature. I could just go sit on my lawn. I'm also on a ley line here. I just go outside and sit down. We had seven kids once. We had three shaman. We had seven people under. And we all went and sat outside at one point, And everyone was just not unaware of being wide awake but being fully under aya and we all witnessed ufos flying around all kinds of crazy stuff middle of the day in, in the bronx and people are like look at this shit and it just looked like we were having a fucking picnic on the property right and we were all just like in our comfy clothes and um we threw down some uh, mandela you know blankets and stuff sat in the circles and just kind of looked up and all these wonderful things started happening and dude's that were from here that were doing that were like, this is amazing. This is exactly what you said. 
I go, right. You, you visited the other side. You saw some of the stuff you did some healing, you purged, you woke up, you were like, yo man, this is the craziest thing. I'm still going. I go, come on, let's go outside and see what's going on. And we all were like, yeah, no problem. Sat out there. Boom. UFOs. And for like an hour where you're just like, you're, you become so used to it. It doesn't even bother you. Yeah. Because you're under eye and there's all these other things happening. You could see Frank's light. You could see into your past lives. Your friend's having a hard time. You 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 find out that I had to find out. I didn't know what Reiki was. Right? I didn't know set, Reiki, you could send yeah. energy out of the palms of your hands. And then I saw it happening while I was under. We were, we were all doing it unintentionally, doing this. Oh, hey, like, give me five, five. It was just happening unintentionally. So I'm like, what, what's, what the fuck is that? And they're like, well, that's how Paula clears you. She sends the light through her hands and the energy and it scans your body. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to learn. I want to learn right now. So I don't have to have you clear me all the time. Show me so I could, I could do me and then I could do help others and show them. And immediately it was like being Iron Man, right? Just energy coming in ports. It comes in on this hand comes out on this hand, grounding ports. They're like, when you ground yourself, you pull in energy that you're not used to, but it's very powerful and potent. If you're grounded, you can use the energy kind of flows around you and you could work with it and do all, if you're not grounded, you could pop like a balloon, right? You'd be like, oh, headache time. Oh, oh, this hurts, right? Okay, ground yourself, breathe, grow roots into the earth, reach into the center of the earth, take a deep breath, grow those roots into that that flaming ball right in the middle of the planet now that you're nice and grounded you get hit with lightning if you wanted bring the lightning down no problem metaphorically right i'm not saying stand in the field and get hit by lightning <laughs> i'm saying you have to ground yourself because the energy can be too intense but when once you do that um your protections go up you begin to work with the energy. You can heal yourself. You could send healing towards others. It helps sometimes. I practice with my animals all the time. I practice with them all the time. And it's it's a mixture of beautiful organics the earth already has here for us. Other creators putting their heart out with their creations when it comes to organics and nature and their blends and varieties, plus um, not just soaking them in love, plus practicing what you feel like the sound therapies, meditations, uh, concentration and focus on the actual person, you know, or the, or the cat, this cat has a tumor. Let's see if we could make her life much better. Everyone, we got 300 people meditating tonight, focus on the cat. Let's see if we can make something happen. And you, yeah. later the cat goes to the bathroom and you're like, Oh my God, that was the, mm. it's like a dog went to the bathroom. What the hell is that? And then the cat's <laughs> running around for three days Okay, so it worked for three days. So let's <laughs> let's see if we could do this again. Why can't we? And then you find out there are certain things you can help, certain things you can't. Well, why can't we heal this person, but we could heal this person? Well, this person's contracted to leave. Literally, you can't, they're not breaking the contract so they could be healed by you. They have to leave. Not everybody's, uh, I forgot who explained it like this, but um we're, we're all in the movie theater watching the movie, but when the movie's over, we all just go to different places and do different things. Even though we're all here uh, in this space, we all do different shit. The same thing's going to happen when you die, when the solar flash occurs, people saying we want to go home. Some of you are broadcasting from a ship. You don't even realize it. Your ship is in the atmosphere. Yeah. You are on that ship in some kind of containment 
broadcasting your consciousness on purpose into a human vessel to do something. And when that person dies, you're like, oh, fucking Phil bought the dust. He wakes up on the ship and he's ready to rock. I've seen them doing it. I'm like, what are you doing? I go, this isn't this isn't even. And they're like, no, no, we're right here. One kid came to me, gangster kid in the neighborhood. He said, oh, you're the shaman. I'm I'm having problems at night. I live right here down the street. You kind of look in on me. So I go, okay. I look in on him and he's being abducted. UFO right over the house, abducting him, fucking gray ETs, everything. So I come out, I go right to them. I go, hey, you're going to leave him alone this time. He asked and they were like, mind your business. So I'm like, oh, I'm definitely not minding my business. He said, help me. Right. And I go and look and he's one of them. And they're like, mind your fucking business. And I go, oh, I'm going to mind my business because he's on the ship with them working. And then the human one is just a little skittish. So they're like, yeah, he came to you on the side, but mind your business. You're not part of this. And I'm like, I'm, you guys are, doesn't, guys, not a light being and not, not even that that has something to do with it. I, I was like, you're literally one of them in the plan that you agreed to do. Like you were hanging out with them on the ship and we're like, I'm going to go down there and do this. And they were like, okay, we gotcha. Because your lifetime here is nothing to these other beings that are out of time and shit. It's nothing to them. It's a moment. When I saw Toth, he said to me, you've been gone two months our time. And I said, well, how long's that? He goes, the entire time Earth's been here in this cycle. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I went, what? And he goes, yeah. They were surprised to see me on this. I went on a sphere with them and I was standing there and I was shocked. I was like, oh, look who it is. I, you're back, whatever. He's like, no, you're back. <laughs> you came here. I didn't, I didn't come see you. And they were, they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, don't, I have no clue what, what's going on. <laughs> I just sh showed up. Da -da. And they're like, you've been gone two months. And I'm like, I haven't been gone two months. What are you fucking nuts? I got to go home. I got to eat dinner. Paul's going to kill me. They're like, no, no, two months our time. The whole time, that your whole human experience from day one. Wow. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so you guys age differently and everything. They're like, yeah. So one of the cool things is we're activating our genes. Our junk DNA isn't junk DNA. It's the DNA of the living library, yes. the, the all, the everything. We wouldn't even have agreed to come into this mess unless that was inside the skin suit. Yeah. Right. So they built a suit that houses source. So we're like, let's do this. And now we're waking up in it. See, we're watching a movie right now. Everyone's freaking out over the president and all kinds of weird stuff. And I'm like, stop worrying about dates. Stop worrying about times, right? Worry about you. You're getting time now to work on you. This is yeah. the time you work on you, okay? You can't help the whole world unless you're in a position to actually do that. So you should be upgrading yourself and you should be enjoying yourself backing out of this. If you're still fighting over Democrats or Republicans and all kinds of stuff and not just going, well, they're raping children on the other level. So does that count? Nobody seems to give a shit about that, but you, you care whether Trump or this, this dummy, I, I, I can't, they, they're pup, puppet, 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 puppet. Like I, I can't understand it. However, it's a movie and it's scripted. So there's a play happening there's a being one of them's with the light. He's kind of doing some stuff. If you can't even tell that that's going on and you want it to go back to the old normal, you're not ready for the next thing that's going to happen. So uh, that's why we're not, we're just 
been putting it out there. I know some people have been doing this 30, 40 years. I'm only doing it six years. And I'm like, damn, thank God I'm not doing it for 10. So I'd be losing it right now with everybody. <laughs> I'd want to choke everyone. I have to ignore it. I don't, I go on Facebook. I don't argue with anyone. I know everyone too. And they all tell me, Oh, did you do this? You do that. I go, Man, mind your fucking business. You know, we could be <laughs> friends and you could just shut up. <laughs> like, come on now. You want to argue this point? Why I can't come to Sunday dinner now because he said, well, you know, Trump is the only one that actually made some moves that could put us in a positive position. <gasps> Hang that motherfucker. And I look at them and go, sorry, been there, done that. Not this time around. This time y'all go hang yourselves. Um, I'm going to watch the movie. If I yes. can make some moves within it, that's fine. Mm. But it's all going to work out. 100%. 100% it's going to work out. It's going to work I'm out. I'm with you, Frankie, on watching the movie. I keep trying to bring that one out to people, too. It's like, just sit back. Get get into the observer mode here. They don't know what that is. They, 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 they feed on drama. Like My mother's like, and I'm not picking on her, but she's like... Uh, I took my flu shot, bro. I go, I know I saw you ran out of the house, right? I go, you're all proud you did that? She goes, yeah. I, I go, how sick are you? I'm not sick at all. I go, no, what are your problems in life? Let's go down the list. She's, it's terrifying. I go, how'd you get that way? How did you literally get that way? Did you think that this was, I said, you, you're still sneaking off for the drama, right? Like my doctor, I grew up and became an adult. And he said to me, I'm going to put this in you. I said, yo, I was a federal inspector for the USDA. I said, give me the, give me the fucking vial. I didn't even ask for the sheet. Give me the vial. I typed it right in on the computer. It was H1N1 or whatever the fuck it was called. It was directly saying what he said it wasn't. And I already knew this because I know they're lying. And I brought it to his attention and he said, well, I'm the doctor, not you. And I said, no, I grew up to become the inspector though. And I know the ingredients that go in here. So I would never put that in my body. And I would not suggest you putting that in anyone either. And he said, well, you're going to have to leave my office. You're going to have to get out. I go, I'm not going to leave now until you give me this, give me the pullout. And I'm going to show you something else. And in the first set of statements, they were talking about like the DNA and how it mixes. And I go, let me, let me show you something right here. May cause death. <laughs> it's right there. It's hidden in that that piece right there. May have you experienced death? No. Again, thank goodness I haven't. Oh. <laughs> right? Like he's like, well, I go away and I learn how to. I go your fucking golf getaway weekends where you guys get around and have hooker fun and cocaine fun and meet Joe Montana and tickle each other's fancy about who has the bigger boat and who has the bigger fucking fake toupee and whatever. That's great. That doesn't mean you fucking go to school and learn what's in all these new ingredients that they keep bringing in here. However, I have a job that requires me to read that shit. Literally read that shit. And guess what? I read it to you and you don't like that little Frankie grew up to become the guy that could just say to you, no, that is not true. And you're like, well, I have the education. I go, well, you're a fucking dummy. You have no common sense. And we can't grow common sense on trees, right? No, but I grew up here in the Bronx right here dealing with you and your shit and all these other fucking jerk-offs. How's that sound? Now I bring to you the government computer where Frank's been using to show you the proof in the pudding, but you can't dispute this shit. So far into the, the guy in the pain medical center right here that was stabbed. Everything is just pain injection, pain injection, pain. I needed it. I needed the help. However, he heard ayahuasca and was like, you'll be fine. 
He knew. He mm. fucking knew. He was um, an older Indian guy, but not old. He was kind of, I don't know, maybe in his 50s. He just looked at me and was like, oh, okay. Okay, well, that, that'll work. I'm like, well, no, you guys are just sticking people, but that'll work. So you know that works. Like, I did right away. I'm a, so you know ayahuasca. You, you know her. Oh, well, yeah. Well, so you know it, it would work. It won't work here. What do you mean? It worked on me. No, no. The system is set up. Oh, the system is set up so it can't be part of the system because it's drugs. I get it. But you're pumping us full of fucking drugs. Mm. Right? Right. Side effects may include fucking death. Uh, you know, nothing works sexually. Heartburn. Uh, you know, colon cancer. Uh, your tongue swells up, your fucking eye falls out, your cat fucking falls over and dies. Come on. We, and as we're giggling, how da, 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 right? What, what, it's still going. <laughs> you, ever, you ever do that? You ever go, wow, what a fucking list of side effects on these commercials. And then you laugh about it like, oh, it's fucking crazy. And then they're still going. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I, you were just taking that for some heartburn. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> You can just take some baking soda and some water. You'll be great. Alkalize your body. All right. This is my point. It's all of this stuff going on, right? So, oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a little bit of a rare form tonight. So I'm very talky and it's all good. Very Bronx. <laughs> Um, oh, it's you. comforting being from Long Island. I'm very comforted by it. Nice. <clears throat> I was born in Glen Cove. Man. Very cool. Where do you live now? Atlanta. Ah, how do you like Atlanta? I don't like Atlanta. I live north of, I should say. Okay. Which I love. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. How long have you been there? 20 years. All right. So you anchor in the light right where you're at. I am. Yeah, that's beautiful. Right at the base of the Blue Ridge Mountains. There you, <laughs> uh, see, there you go. Mm -hmm. That sounds something awesome. <laughs> I hear that from the Bronx. I'm like, huh? <laughs> that sounds like it could be fucking fun, man. It's, it's great. It's great here. It really is. With 74 today, you know. That's beautiful. See, we're all exactly where we need to be. We're all on time. We're all getting it done. It's not out there. You can search for it. I people go like, I mean, I, I went to Tibet and I meditated with the Dalai Lama or some shit. And I talked to God for like one second as I was a dew drop in the morning, and I was, you know, 10 days without whatever. I go, yeah. How do you feel right now? I'm all right. I'm back to the hustle and bustle. I said, you can sit right here in your fucking living room and do the exact same thing and find yourself. Mm -hmm. I, granted, some people need to travel and do do that. It's part of what they need. But a lot of other people will never be able to do that. A lot. Yeah. Especially here in the Bronx. A lot. They'll never go. They'll hear yeah. about it and never be, ever have a chance to partake in anything remotely fucking close <clears throat> except some story they hear from some weird guy named Frank with a beard and bald head, <laughs> right? So we anchor in the energy and we, we bring forth the information and the opportunities and the ability for someone now to have the chance, whether to go out and just do it themselves or hear about it and then do it themselves or, you know, make the fucking phone call, do it themselves, start their own show <clears throat> help people do what they do. Like someone's like, I can't do it. You do. I go, I can't, do this other stuff. You could show me how to do that. I'll teach you how to do this. See how that works. And now you go off and you don't have to, the only time you need to call me is like, yo, what do I do when 
something starts speaking demonic out of my friend. I don't know. We threw salt on him last time. It worked great. <laughs> right. They just dip some salt in water and be like, and watch what happens, but you know, throw it out there. And, um, and then you can help me with this. <laughs> Cause that's what this is going to come down to. Right. We're all in some weird agreed upon system where it's cool. My mother's like, well, you got to get up and go to work every day. I go, I haven't worked a fucking day in seven years now. I mean, and people get mad at me. They're like, well, you don't work. I go, I do work. I do what I like to do. I make some music. I mean, don't get me wrong. I live a life. I mean, it's, it's every day. Does, I do what I do, but I'm just, I'm, I, it's so important to me that I'm happy without hurting anyone and yes. that Paul is happy and that the cats are taken care of. That makes me happy. And then I can help someone and that makes me happy. You know, and then it just it's this ebb and flow of these experiences one after another instead of the back breaking, you know, stuff that that goes on when I heard Joe Biden say something. I'm just going to say this. I hope it doesn't hurt the show or nothing. There's some kind of 600 trillion deal, green deal. And I, I said, what number was that? Paul, I just heard it on out and I go, she's like 600 trillion. I don't, I'm still getting used to the word billion. Right. So what does that entail? Whatever he's talking about. Cause we're side list. We're just like, whatever's for the light. And he's like, so we're going to tear down buildings and we're going to just re rebuild them right there. We're going to make the windows this size. I mean, I go, Oh, they're just recycling dummy work, slave mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm. break it down, put it back up. Yeah. Don't worry. We got you a job. Man, you don't need to do that. You don't, don't need to do that. down the old beautiful buildings. That's where I'm the at. The fuck is wrong with you to make the windows smaller? Like, and this isn't taking it out on a political candidate. This is just a dummy talking. And I was like, oh, listen to what this guy's saying. But I couldn't wrap my head around the amount of money and then what he wanted us to want the people to do. Well, we need jobs. Really? Do you need jobs? So you just make stupid shit up. Right. But but there's still shit in the street. How about hiding some shit? cleaners for the street over here or the stuff we need you know you put money towards all stuff we don't need right and then you're giving jobs and making them do stuff that you don't need to do and you're not taking care of the stuff you do need to do because it's almost like you want it to break down right if it was up to you know you guys you'd never fix the electrical system here if an emp blast goes off or some kind of weird event that's everything's gone one shot we're still putting above ground wires. The fuck is wrong with you? We're in the future. It's 2020. Why are we acting like it's 1950? Why does your technology change, but mine doesn't? Why are we not using the blockchain to vote? We'll see how you fucking try to rig the system then, right? Not, you won't be no, able to. Never going to happen. Right? The universal blockchain, we're literally bringing blockchain into reality because that's reality. It's like your DNA is stored on your own blockchain which is why they need your permission to take it off of you and stuff. They trick you into all these different things. So as above, so below, and it's coming out into the reality, this isn't going to be stopped. This is going to be something that we could embrace or you can fear. And if you fear it, perhaps taking a backseat over there and letting us the, letting those who want to experience it and have a good time, just rock and roll with it. Yeah. But fear ain't the way. Yeah. I, I can't no more. I, I got, I don't have any time to try to save the planet. My space is ready. I do what I can to help 
a little bit here and there, but that's it. So you asked about a date and time or soul flash about, event. About time frame. I mean, like time I'm talking frame. 100 years, 200 just, years. A year or two, dude. Okay. Like there, it's like close to the point of the, all right. So I said, when is this happening? Cause I keep hearing this 21st date. They're like, anyone who's spitting out dates, unless they directly have some kind of magic ability, isn't going to know because it's you guys that are the, the push and pull the trigger. Yeah. So you have to raise to a certain vibe and then it's like your purpose goes off, you get activated, it swings the thought into the mass consciousness, and then it swings it into a bring the event, we're ready, you know? Because it's almost like it's already happening. I've, so, I've seen these ships that they're just spheres, and then the sun was pulsating, and then the ships were around it, like absorbing it and re-letting it out at a lesser energetic rate so it wouldn't injure us physically and do damage to us dampering system i've heard this before yeah yes and i was just watching that going what is that and they're like come on what does it look like and i'm like it looks like you're absorbing the impact of their energy that energy coming from the sun and then putting it on the earth nice and gently they're like we have to do this because you're not ready mm. like you know when we're taking people up on the ship it's just so it's not a rapture it's so you come up we uh, sort this shit out real quick and then just put you guys back down nice and easy. I'm like, well, that, that kind of makes sense. So the rapture people kind of have it. The Nibiru people kind of have it. The shaman kind of have it. You know, the, the guy that believes in, in the Anunnaki characters, Enki and en Enlil, those are the titles. Those are titles. Those are right now, what you see Trump and Biden going through is happening on a higher level with yeah. another change of characters and those shitty ass characters are taken to the left themselves. Right. So they're all getting removed. We have to just sit back and let it play. They always told me, um, my guides do not get involved with the war of the lowercase G gods ever. Mm -hmm. The angels have smite the demon. If the demons have smite, the, don't get involved. Let the angels smite the demons. You be yeah. intelligent with this. If you need an angel call to it, you know it's part of the system, but it likes to beat up demons. You have a demon in the room, bring it in, smash the demon. What are you, what are you getting so crazy about? The easiest way, sir. Why are you making it so difficult? And I'm like, well, I didn't know any of that was there, and I didn't know it could work for me. They're like, do you hear your cats when they, they, they talk to you? I go, yeah, that's weird, right? Mm -hmm. My cat will look at me, and I know almost within a few seconds exactly what's going on. I could tell immediately. And it's almost like they're, when they're trying to tell me, they take me there. I go, take me, show me. They take me. Yes. Uh, yeah. The squirrels now are taking peanuts out of my hands. This is a new thing. They're fucking feeding the, the squirrel now comes right up to the door, hangs on the door and takes the peanut. It's almost like shaking my finger by. All the animals are responding to me. Birds are chirping and beautiful songs. I was a guy that would walk down the street and go, shut the fuck up if the birds were going nuts. I couldn't take it. You go under and watch them. It's almost like they're keeping their tweets or keeping darkness away from you. Yes. They look like little. Yeah. Yep. And uh, when you witness that, you're like, oh, this place is working really for me, not against me. Yeah. Um, it's when I work against me, the system starts to work against me somehow. 
And it's like, no, that's the universe doesn't understand your emotional output. You got to just say, do this or do that and hit a frequency note. That's it. When you start judging yourself, I'm not worthy. All of a sudden, the abundance you are attracting comes back in a shitty frequency, distorted. You got to stay in the frequency, put it out there. And when it comes back, retain the frequency. It and feels it like playing a pump organ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could attribute this to, to that 100%. Because if you take a piano and turn the piano on its side and you bring the keys all the way up, there's your densities right there. Your frequencies. And then source would be the top. Right? And then you you came all the way down. And now you're making it way back up. But instead of it being 100 piano keys, you just think of it as 12. Universal 12 construct, right? And then 12 being like the God source, the Godhead. Yeah. And you'll be, make it easy for yourself and go, okay, I get it. It's all real. It all exists. I'm creator. I'm ready to do this. I'm unlocking. I'm witnessing corruption. I'm witnessing a way of life that is no good. I'm witnessing all this other shit. But I'm also witnessing within me these beautiful things. And it's like, well, that's what we want, right? Yes. Well, how do we get that? We, we continue that process, right? Um, I put plants around me. I surround myself with things I love. I don't hoard. I don't uh, envy the next person over. I, I celebrate them. There's plenty of room. We can all do the same shit. I could have a shaman on every block. You're still not competing with me because yeah. you can't do what I can do because only I can do what I can do. However, there's that originality factors allows everyone to have one on every block if you wanted. It's okay. The, the pizza pie is for everyone. You don't have to gobble up the whole thing. Ah, oh, look what I did. No, there's plenty. What's the rat race? What are you racing to get to? Hurry up and wait. You know, like people, oh, no, I got this over on you, and I got more cars, and I got more girls. And I go, man, eh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? I, it's time to just let the spirit out now. Yeah. And none of that's important. Right? You want to get ETs, aliens, fresh technology, start putting good out into the world. Get yourself right. You'll add to that. You, one activated being is worth so much more. It's like it's like one per ten thousand, one per hundred thousand. That's your weight, right? So it's like my three hundred in the fearless family. Shout outs to my fearless family. Over ten thousand waiting, with their arms up, saying, "Come on, solar flesh." Yeah. It's like, well, you're just standing out in the field saying, "Come on, solar flesh." Are you? doing anything else well no well they're coming so we got it no no that's not you're already doing that's, it wrong that's that hero complex or that savior yeah or they just get me the hell out of here or just whatever if you're not doing you you're not going to handle them because they're not going to want to deal with you it's plain and simple right <laughs> if you don't understand you at least a little that's not going to work out you gotta do the work <clears throat> Frankie, we've had you on longer than anyone. Really? This has been, um, yeah, and I don't actually want to stop, but I do need to eat. So this I understand. Is, Thank you so much. This is what I just, you you bring it. I, I feel this frequency, what you and Paula are putting out, I'm there. And it it's just it amazes me. 
and I know Jerry because Jerry's digging this because he is completely been transfixed. I can tell because we can see him, and so which is not usual. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is so. I we want you again on the obelisk, uh, just for sure. I we've got to get you back and Paula in there too. Yeah, so, she came out here before. She was like. because you are a dynamic duo and and sadly i think we just don't have time for questions for people out there although i'm not in the chat and i know there had to be questions i've got six here yeah see and that's like another two hours (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but uh so how can people find you um on youtube um Frank Castle, Fearless, and you just get all the episodes. You could find me every which way from there. I'm on uh, Facebook, but there's a million Frank Castles, so just go to the YouTube page. <laughs> YouTube, Frank Castle, Fearless, and um, and from there we connect to, to every other um, every other way we can connect on the internet. Right. I put a link to that in the show notes and the show description, so... If anyone's yeah, looking forward to us in there, I just friended you on Facebook, so be sure to nice hit me back. Nice. And yeah. anytime, like you guys have questions or whatever, I I'm unstructured sometimes, so I'll just ramble. I'll this I'll try is, to this just. This is awesome. I love rambling. I love you, Ram. Yeah, seriously, this is what there was no reason for any interjection. You're on fire. You're telling it. You're giving it. You're doing this work. You and Paula are doing this work. And it's coming forth. And, and so I think this is why uh, people want more. And we definitely want more. So. <laughs> well, the energy's there and I'm ready to set it off anytime you, anytime Dude, I you want, want to. I want to curl up in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry's a big guy. <laughs> Jerry, let me tell you a story. and so hopefully we can someday get with whatever's going on can make our ways to the bronx to do because i feel like i do need the guide with aya and stuff i have there's something in me that has this and i know where there's fear there's power there's something in there that's just like whoa I know this is good. I'm already out there and you know this. So I just know there's going to be some big pop that happens. You claim your birthright and you realize behind the mask of fear was hidden your birthright because if we just gave you everything, everything was just given to you, you're not going to learn anything, right? Earn you back. And then you, you, you earn the power, you understand it, you're humble in it, you love it, you come from a place of love instead of give me that, nah, rah, you know. Yeah. Just go look right at the fear. Look, man, you had a great run. However, beat it. Nobody wants you here no more and walk right through it. See, the thing with me is I've done a lot of psychedelics and there were bad experiences, but this is different. It's Aya and uh, and everyone tells me that. And so I just have to get past the I can do it. I feel like I can do it. I actually feel ready. So but it's 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 there. I mean, I definitely have been activated through through everything and i'm i'm here i'm on deck but it is still i'm i guess i'm coming at it with reverence and i think that's a good way to come at think it. think of it as you want to evolve through this 
you can knock out 40 years of training in one session. You know, you can take a lifetime and clear the trauma in one session instead of taking a lifetime to clear the one trauma. You know, you just get rid of it. Like we're on in the advanced class. We have to move. What are other ways to do it? Well, look, everyone's different. We could meditate. We could sit in a field. We could ground. We could upload, download. We could do all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Whatever works for you. What works for me, I see what works for me. And what's been working for me sends me off to the other things that will work for me and that I can try and experience. With that becomes an accelerated evolution. And I'm on the accelerated path because I choose with Bola to be the example, to prove it, that it could be done. I'm just one of many, and there's a whole bunch of us out there doing it. Yeah. Right? So you just come to the table with that, that I can. Yeah. And that I am. And that's it. From there, everything gets easier. All right. (laughs) I'm down. I am. Love you guys so much. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate having you on. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks, Nish. And thanks again, Frank. It's just been awesome. And be sure to tune next week. We have obelisks for the rest of the month. So it should be, uh, I think we got that NDE guy, Jay Spillers, next, next week. Oh, great. And then the Bartley episode. So good shit coming down the pike. Get ready for yes. it. All right, everyone. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone.